with that way, then that means that you know everybody ain't saw it yet. Because when you hit live, it gotta build up a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> uh yo, uh Yaz is yeah. here. Uh what's up, Yaz? Uh talk, you know what? Let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. Uh good morning, good morning. I said good morning. You already know what it is. It's a bright and early Saturday where we want to talk all things blurred. I got my homegirl Yazzie Fat Nasty. What's popping, Yazzie? Hey Vince, what's going on? Hey guys. I- I'm good. I'm goody. I'm goody. We got bad tie bricks with all the black superheroes in the backdrop. I see you, bro. Ponytail all slick was popping. Damn name. No, slick no, back, no. a.k.a. Bad tie, a.k.a. The light skin bandit, a.k.a. The double chain rocker. What they do, bro? All right. Might have went too hard on it. Might have went, went too much. That's a little too much. All right. Yo, what up, what up, what up, everybody? What's good? What's good? Another week. What they do, what they do, speaking of light skin and good hair, we got Tyrone in the building, you know what I'm saying? Repping, repping team, all team DeBarge, hallelujah, a.k.a. <laughs> Captain America, a.k.a. Yeah. the light skin Bin Laden. I, I don't know. I don't know. That, that came out of nowhere. I don't know. I don't oh know where I'm getting. I don't know where all of this is just coming to me, bro. It's just coming to me. <laughs> What's going on, Tyrone? What's going on? What's up, man? That's all right. I'll uh, you got all SEAL Team Six on me shooting, uh, <laughs> you know, shots fired and stuff. But it's all good. It's all good. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, man. And you know how it is, man. We having a good time. Yo, uh, first thing first. Was that the season finale? Or yeah. that, it, that was the season finale. Was. So, I mean, are, are we feeling the bat suit? Are we feeling? Oh. The red, white, and 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 blue Birdman fly in any weather. Uncle Sam Wilson, are we feeling him? Tyrone, I really want to hear some good news. I'm assuming <laughs> that you was feeling this uh, this whole outfit we got going on here. I mean, I, I don't know how to feel about it. It's giving me, you know, half Batman, half uh, Harvey Birdman uh, <laughs> from from Hanna Barbera cartoons. Uh, what's your say, my man? Uh, you you normally have positive things. You know, I I, I didn't like it. You didn't. I oh. loved it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I really did like the the outfit. I thought it was I thought it was exactly what we could expect from a, from a Falcon version of Captain America. Uh, it's it's super comics accurate. Like it, it might be one of the most comics accurate uh, costumes in the MCU right now, and. That that makes me uh, it makes me hopeful for all the upcoming stuff. You know the way they're uh, the way they're hooking up Wanda, the way they're hooking up Sam. Like we're gonna have some we got some crazy looking Avengers coming down the road. I'm excited about it. Talim, you feel the same? Oh, I I, I definitely feel the same. If not even, I I think I might even feel more strongly about it. I think um, after seeing the costume last night. I would dare say that his costume is the best costume out of everybody's right now. Wow. Like, like that costume, that costume, the 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 way that they 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 meld they kind of melded it together, like that is dope. Like everything on screen with the costume and all that it can do, and you know, all of the mm-hmm. that shit was I was like, whoa, I, I love it. I love it. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yes, you feel the same way? I honestly, I did not think that they were going to like go in that direction with the suit, but yo, that shit is boss as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when I, no lie, when I saw him, I was like, yo, that's my dog. 
them that shit. Like I, I, you know, I movie theater stood up at my house, bro. Like for real. Word. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! All right, well, I got to I was I'm just gonna say that's two weeks in a row. Uh, yes, has started off the show about balls. I just want to put that out there. You know, little disclaimer that we we have nothing against other body parts, but balls are primarily what we like over here. <laughs> On the new yo, yo, look, yo, look. She, she, she put her she put her words where her mouth is. Uh, yeah. I, guess, I, don't know, I don't know if that came out right. Yeah, that was kind of bad. Just Technically, kidding. if you think about it, you know, with with my anatomy, balls are kind of my enemy right now. If you know, I want to be like true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, all right. I mean, it all makes sense, right? Uh, I don't know where we're going with this. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, Sam Wilson here. Uh, I'm really curious to get my man. We have, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you all know, from the one and only soapbox itself, the, the man of the hour, the, the, the only one who could give us this true insight. Tell us what the black people think about my man, Sam. What's going on, T-Jizzle? What's going on, T-J? What's going on, y'all? What's up, man? Thank you for having me once again. Uh, shout out to Wakanda and Africa for once again importing <laughs> to the United States and giving goods and services. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's how you start off the show without talking about balls. You see, there was no balls in that intro. Did you see what heard heard was comment. Look at Lisa, look at Lisa's comment. Oh, all right. <laughs> Check this out. Lisa, our, 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 uh, oh my God, that was so great. Yo, look, that ain't me. That's all Yash. You're the only one saying something about that. Yo, TJ, man, I got to hear how you feel. I know this is a Wakandan suit. We have the folk, the good folks of Dora Milaje, Dora Milaje to thank for giving yeah. us an all adamant, uh, excuse me, all adamant, all uh, vibranium suit. Uh, my man is scroll is scrolling through the air. He's doing the double barrel roll from Star Fox. What's going on, man? How you feel about it? Uh, I wasn't really that big of a fan. I was like, okay. Like, it wasn't really, like, something I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, yo, this is the dopest suit. Like, I don't, I didn't feel that strong about it. Like, I feel like when they did the reincarnation of or of Wanda, I think her, her outfit was a little bit better than, than what we got with this. Like, it just seemed like he had... He had a lot going on, a lot of stars and stripes, and, and then he, he proceeded to get his ass whooped for the first five minutes of the, of the, of the last week. You know, so I was like, I think that kind of took the lust. I was like, you got a new suit, you got the shield, and you just got his ass whooped. got his ass whooped by Orphan Annie, and I was like, all right. Well, oh, yo, how dare you disrespect more Carly like Orphan Annie. Yo, she's a superhuman, man. What did you talk about, man? Like, Listen, I mean, if she is, she look, she is what would happen if Miss Hannigan, you know, she left, if she broke out of Miss Hannigan's prison. So, she, that's. <laughs> oh my God. No, this I know is I'm myself for those who don't, who don't know the original Annie, but yes. No, TJ, yeah, yeah. this is the reverse Annie where, like, you know, Miss Hannigan is actually really good to all the, you know, orphan kids and, like, she's trying to help them, you know, unite and yeah. shit. Like, you know, like, we got that one kid that just, like, you know, he's a little extra. That's Carly. I, I did like where she was just, like, she saw the suit and she was like, so you bought into all this bullshit? Right. <laughs> 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 
That's how you gotta be sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta keep it 100 real. Uh, speaking of keeping it real, man, my homeboy is here, bro. I don't know if y'all uh have ever happened to be amongst the remainder of the Orlando comedy scene, but my man is all that a raise. They even did a whole news story out on him because he actually won the Steve Harvey competition, beating out thousands, if I ain't mistaken of comedians trying to make it to that throne. Uh, uh, we call him the mayor or maybe even the governor of Orlando comedy, extremely hilarious. Just a couple things he said that might remind you of how funny he is on stage. If you haven't had a chance to see him, I think you should go do so immediately. As a matter of fact, I think he has a show tonight, Ken Miller, Ken plus 10. <laughs> I'm a single dad, man. Parents in the house, we out, we out tonight. I'm a single dad. I had to do the tooth fairy thing. You ever done the tooth fairy thing, man? My ex-wife was like, you need to give your son money for the tooth, so I gave him 50 cents. That's the same thing she did. She laughed. She's like, why the hell are you giving him quarters? He ain't washing clothes. Give him some real money. Well, I said, well, how much should I give him? She said $5. I said, $5? What the hell? The teeth prices go up in fairy world? $5? So I said, whatever. I gave my son $5, sir, because I don't want to have to go back to court. <laughs> but my son is so smart, you know what he did the next night, man? He pulls another tooth out, puts it under the pillow, I gotta give him five more dollars. Third night, he pulls out another tooth under the pillow, five more dollars. Ma'am, on the fourth night, he took his grandma's dentures and put them under the pillow. I had to get that fast to $375. Yes, that's correct. Uh, so here in spirit, $375 short. It is my homeboy, Ken Miller. What's going on, fam fam? This dude done picked the oldest comedy clip of me. <laughs> Motherfucker, that, nigga, that clip was from 87. <laughs> that, clip, that clip was in black and white, goddamn. Like, you ain't had no, no newer clip, nigga. I was, nigga, looking, that, for Nick, I was bro, looking for the Nick Mom clip, to be honest. Bro, that clip like, so old. Y'all had, we only had three channels. When that clip came out, goddamn, we had two, twelve, and eighteen. NBC, CBS, ABC, and then when Fox finally came in on the little bottom channel, yeah. yo, you could have asked me, bro. I could have sent you. Yo, my motherfucking shirt was huge. My shirt was big, yeah. motherfucker, bro. Well, yeah, well, we got we got some of the current. Right? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to put this on there. You know what I'm saying? We but got it's, nah, it's all good, man. I've been doing that joke forever. I need to cut that motherfucker out. My kids, my kids, grown as shit. I'm still doing the two fairy jokes. <laughs> my son trying to buy a house, and I'm out here doing two fairy jokes about this dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, it works, man. It works, bro. How you, man? I, how's everything going with you, bro? I know you got the uh, show tonight. I appreciate yeah, yeah, every, you know, yeah everything cool, man. I'm, I'm shoot. I've been back on the road since August, man. So I've been back traveling on the road. I will say this um i don't spoiler alerts don't bother me um i have not seen the last episode uh oh. but, but no, i'm not the spoiler alert guy i do i'm the type of dude where if i'm watching something i go google it to see what fuck is going on i watch i go to the wikipedia page everything like uh, that's me so you y'all talk about the show i'm still gonna watch it <laughs> spoiler alerts don't bother me at all i'm i'm that one guy that like i don't care fuck you tell me everything that happened i'm still gonna watch it don't bother me at all Okay, well, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> we we about to pretty much, you know. Yo, I, I, I love that. And we had this conversation, Vince. I told you, I'm not 
I I like comic book stuff, but I'm not a I'm not like a follow follow like you guys are. But I like comic book stuff. I like the suit. The only thing I haven't liked about the series so far is why were comic book fans so mad at this John Walker dude? Oh wow, like, they hated this dude. Like they hate, uh, but I don't I don't know the backstory. Was he the shittiest Captain America? I don't know the whole backstory that they hate. Like people hated. Like people get death threats. Like yeah, he, he just. So is that is that a thing in the comic book world where they just hated this guy as Captain America? I don't know the story behind it. Yes, uh Yaz is a little uh well versed in this in this department. Yeah, can you tell can you tell our good friend Sam Miller uh why the world seemed to not give John Walker a chance? Absolutely. Okay, John Walker is everything that is a, like wrong for Stars and Stripes. Like he is the opposite of what of what Steve Rogers stood for. Steve Rogers was a good person, and all he wanted was to make the world a better place. U.S. Agent, on the other hand, um, as he got his uh, final costume at the end, I know y'all peeped that. He yes, is. He's just like. I don't know. Like, think of it like this: like, like you got you got your merit scholar kid, you know, that like does everything right, and then you got the fuck up. They gave the fuck up the stars and stripes, bro. <laughs> like for real. Like you gave the high school dropout the fucking stars and stripes, and y'all were surprised that he killed somebody, and people were fucking videoing that shit. Let's be real, okay? Let's be real. The most punchable uh, face in MCU. Oh, the wrong face. What you say, Tyrone? I mean, Ty, uh, Ty TJ. Damn, yeah. Uh, no, I said he has the most punchable face in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just make him want to just. So, I, I tell. Listen, from my perspective, let me say it like this, Ken. Uh, now, Ken, you being a veteran, you know what I'm saying? I mean, let's just keep it real. Like you've been there, you fought on the side of uh, of everybody, of our heroes and whatnot. So, doesn't it piss you off when you see somebody who's supposed to represent for the same team that you do, just get up there and not have no lips, bro. Like, that's <laughs> not like it. He has no lips. Yo, uh, they, you can't. They, it ain't, it's, it's the way, no it's lips, the, no, nah, it's the man. No, nah, the thing's too small, bro. He got, he got like skinny jeans on his head. <laughs> they, don't put, they don't put skinny jeans on this brother's head. Like, because you take this off, he got a normal face. Like, they, they don't. They don't skinny jean his head, bro. That's all that is. <laughs> nah, bro. He don't have a normal face, bro. He it's, got a pair of joggers like, on his head, bro. Them joggers. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Them joggers, bro. Yo, God damn. Tyrone, is that a good description as why we don't really like uh, uh <laughs> Look at that I mean, my, I'm 100% anti no lip uh cap. You know, Yo. it ain't got much to do with his character. I just don't like the fact that he is probably has to, you know, you know, chew a little extra hard on ribs because he can't get out. <laughs> you know, so other than that, uh, I don't see anything. Tyrone, what do you say, bro? I mean, I think Ken deserves a better explanation than that, man. I don't know. I think uh, skinny jeans on his head is all the explanation. <laughs> no, I, no I, I don't. <laughs> okay, so for for me, I, I think now given the actor death threats, that's a little bit too far. I mean, yeah. this is we we still as much as we love it, it it's make believe. Like it's yeah. not real. You know what I mean? Death threats, come on now. Like I and that just goes to show how good he did with that character. But yeah, but yeah, that's just you know he was like the you know he was the 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 hall monitor type hall monitor type. You know what I mean? The the uh, but but it's about him. You know, he always made it about him. He's like I'm this and I'm that. You know, it's all about me and it's I, my pressure and this kind of stuff. And uh, and even like, uh, you know, for people who were into the comics, you know, to Ken's question, for people for people who were into the comics, John Walker was actually like more of a shit than he is in the show. 
because like uh, in, in some comic stories like John Walker, he was at, his brother was actually the service member who had like the exemplary service and stuff. And then he just assumed his brother's identity and went and and operated under his identity and, and tried to get that, it was, you know, stolen valor situation. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, U.S. agent in the in the comics was a lot less redeemable and a lot less uh, um, sympathetic of a character. So, you know, he was just straight up imposter. And, and that's why a lot of people went in, you know, just hating this dude. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, I, I think that that's some of it. I think also some of it was just basically the fact that people <laughs> loved Steve Rogers so much, Ken. Mm -hmm. like, like, like Captain America himself had developed such a strong following. I mean, Steve Rogers played by Chris Evans. It, right. it, it just you don't want to see him replaced. It's like it's, it's kind of like whoever's next is going to get the hate regardless just like yeah. as later on in this in the show we're going to talk about how they're how they're they're basically lobbying to replace uh you know black uh black panther but you know it's a matter of how we get to do that that we'll discuss but whoever it is that fills that seat bro is going to get hated on mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because it was left with such a perfect uh uh image uh in chaswick bozeman now we have uh uh chris evans who you know a lot of people are really in love with and now this is the next guy to step into his shoes and he has no lips you're like that's a problem <laughs> so talim I, I don't know if I, am i am i am i missing the mark here ty nah you actually just stole my whole point but um it's uh <laughs> nah it's I, again it seems like this is a re reoccurring statement every week for me but this again goes to the brilliance of kevin feige um like it, it's it's almost like our past situation with our um previous president um you know what i'm saying you get you 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 put a person in a position that's so bad that you're gonna love whoever's next as long as it's not him you know what i'm saying so it was like kevin feige gave you john walker we we grew to hate john walker and then he gradually you know what i'm saying built us up with all of the you know the the backstory and everything going on with society uh for a sam you know and set the stage for sam this episode for me was brilliant all the way through just just in in the way the dialogue was and you know the moment where well i i won't jump ahead but um there was a lot to unwrap in this in this uh this episode and i'm sure we're gonna get to it yeah, well, I mean, TJ, I know that you and I personally had our own feelings about what it is it really means to quote unquote be a black Captain America, right? So yeah. I don't know if this if this episode really, really delivered on what it means. I know it touched on it. I know one of my favorite lines in it was, Hey, that's the black falcon. Nah, <laughs> Captain America. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I don't know how corny that is. They kind of gave me, you know, breakfast, you know, Yo, these that's pop. hilarious, bro. That's funny. Yo, that's funny, wanna, bro. I just want to know why they keep calling him Black Falcon. Like he said, what they call you, Black Kid? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why they, I, I, I don't know, I don't get that. Like, Black Panther is Black Panther. Like, why they keep putting that, you know what I'm saying, on his label? Like, why we're just going to start calling him that? Like, Black Falcon. Well, yeah, because yeah, uh, we we gonna start calling you a a, a brown yes, uh, after yeah. <laughs> light brown at that. <laughs> right. hey, hey, I'm doing that for now on. Go to Starbucks, a black Ken Miller, Put black Ken Miller on my coffee. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it's just I'm funny. Doing that for now. 
Yo, let's go. Let's go. Fuck people up. Go to Papa John to pick up my pizza. I got a piece of a black Ken Miller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank no, you, man. thank you, thank you, bitch. Let me give some extra Parmesan too. I appreciate it. <laughs> and, the, and the butter, the butter dipping sauce. I need some butter dipping sauce, black Ken Miller. Yo, yo TJ, did we really get uh, to see what? Because Captain America uh, wasn't really lecturous. All right, he said a couple words. I could do this all day. There's only one guy, ma'am. Things like that. He had one-liners. Falcon started off on the first day lecturing the senators and all of that. Like, hey, man, y'all got to do better. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to get out here. Get out on the street. You know what I'm saying? Get them boat lines down. You know what I'm saying? What's up with this NP? You know, with with uh, with with, uh, with with Senate Bill One. You know, like he he started <laughs> off with it. <laughs> he sound like, did he sound like DMX? <laughs> 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 Uh, rest in peace, DMX. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we rest in peace. Yeah, he might a little bit like Dark Man next, but he still oh got it. If you look at him close, he kind of good. Does have a rough rider uh, anthem to him. I can see him coming in. Stop, drop, <laughs> shut him down, open up. First, we had him like TJ. What you think, bro? Oh. Yo, I honestly, like, honestly, it was cringeworthy. Like, I felt like it was forced. Like, he's not yeah. Black Falcon or Black Cat, because the first thing a Black man would have said was, so about this loan that I couldn't get after all the suit and everything, I, we would have made sure, and once you got the people, the right manager, we want to know why I couldn't get this, like, let's get me this money and for the suit and me saving all those people. So that's the first thing I probably should have did. Was make sure he took care of his little his finances. <laughs> it just seemed like it seemed like it was written by someone who is in the diversity and inclusion department. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, what should what what should we what should we say? We know the girl's angry, okay? We know right. she's angry. What what would Captain America say? What would a black cap say?" And it just seems kind of forced because like there's ambulance and and everything going on and. She just died, and all of a sudden, he just—he's giving a, a a big speech in the middle of all that with the camera. It just—it didn't really resonate or sit well with me. The whole time I was watching it, I was right. like, "He better not drop Isaiah Bradley's uh, name," because he <laughs> Isaiah Bradley was looking at the news like that and leaving. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you heard what I told you. You heard what I told you. Don't don't mention <laughs> my name. So uh, it was—it just seemed kind of forced. It definitely was Disney's attempt. At uh, of being of being uh, progressive or woke or whatever, but it just didn't fall. It fell flat. It fell flat to me as far as the whole speech. Tyleen, what's up, man? Yo, I'm I'm gonna go the totally opposite way with that. Um, because like when I watched it, um, not only did it resonate, but I, yeah. I like at that moment I felt like again the 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 director was trying to cap capture a, a moment where it is that like the whole purpose was. It is a whole bunch of stuff going around like it's going going on at, at that very moment you know what i'm saying it's a lot of mayhem it's a lot of uh turmoil because of but because of what the flag smashers you know were planning uh and at that very moment you you realize that sam in his emotional in his emotional state uh you know just kind of just lets it all out you know what i'm saying everything that isaiah bradley told him is is for that moment everything that that carly told him is for that moment like so so everything that i saw from him to me felt different like i felt, i was like okay i feel that you know what i'm saying so i i i i i i have to disagree with um with dj with that that as far as it just you know fought, you know feeling cringeworthy 
I thought it was pretty uh, uh, actually I thought it was one of Anthony Mackey's better performances. And you know, you know, we, you know, you're not really big on him. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's I think he's a, a good actor. Um, I don't think he's a great actor, but I think that was like a, a really good performance for him at that very moment. Yeah, I, I did think that he did come through this. This series has done a lot for his range, even though he's playing a character that we already are familiar with. Uh, but I mean, but but this one allows him to soar. The only issue, I think, is that, Ken, this comes with him having to take the mantle of of um, of, of of Steve Rogers. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know, Ken, did you did you watch the Avengers movies? Oh, yeah, dude, like a million times. OK, OK. So so if you watch this, the, the Avengers movies, then you probably have an idea of what it ended like and how Steve actually gave him the, the, the shield. Um, but what they address in the show, as you've been watching, is that they didn't really expect it to be something that a black man would have to wrestle with. You know, and they kind of introduced that through this guy named Isaiah Bradley. I don't know if you're familiar with Isaiah Bradley or not, but Isaiah no, I, I'm, I'm learning about it from somebody else because I didn't even know there was a, a black. I thought Black Falcon. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought Black Falcon was the uh, first black Captain America till I, I went in Wikipedia and realized this guy was and did I was asking somebody, did he really go through all of that that the show is talking about? Did he really get experimented on? Was did all of that really happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, in the first Captain America, the very first Avenger movie, uh, there were hints of that happening in that storyline. Uh, but the way Marvel works, it's all like you know cookie crumbles and and you know and eggs and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, but but the fact of the matter is. If you read up on the story, I mean, this is why us, mainly us on this panel, are so into Marvel because this is a storyline that was picked up based on the Tuskegee experiments when it came to syphilis. And they used that storyline and interjected it into a Marvel storyline with a black character from the military. So we all thought that was interesting. And for that very reason, he's like, man, fuck all this America shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. he, was, he was on one. He was on one. Yeah, yeah. He, he, wasn't, was he wasn't really having it. He, and, and I mean, and, some, and one of the things that he addressed that I think you can uh, kind of maybe hit us to is the fact that he's like, yo, look, man, I saw dudes that were in the Red Tails. You know, I saw folks from the Tuskegee Airmen flying over there at war to fight for a country that when they came back to, it felt like they weren't welcome to. Now you, as a member of the armed forces and what, I mean, as a military, I mean, have you ever struggled with anything like that, man? Is that like something that goes through your mind when you put on those stars and stripes, when you actually do register? Is it just for securing your future or is there any patriotism that goes along with it, man? I mean, I know, you know, I, I don't know if that, if that makes any sense to you or not. No, it makes sense. Um, for me, it was, uh, it was patriotism, but it also, I was following in the steps of my father. My father was in the military. My grandfather was in the military. So it was a father son thing. My son can't go to the military because this motherfucker can't get up at five in the morning. <laughs> but, for, but for me, it was, it was that. But then when I got out, it hurt me to see that my father, the Vietnam vet, couldn't get help. You know wow. what I mean? Like, and, and it's not even a black or white thing. It's the fact that once these soldiers get out, that yeah. the military is like, look, if you didn't retire, they're like, okay, well, good luck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, right. you, you, went, you went to war, and, and, he, and my dad got two Purple Hearts. So, you know, which means he got shot twice. 
Wow. Uh, which which means he didn't know how to duck is really what I tell him all the time. I said, <laughs> you should have known how to duck, bro. You grew up in the hood. You should have known better. Oh my um, God. But um, but that that's, that was the main thing I dealt with with the military getting out is is that they didn't take care of my father till later on once he got sick and his PTSD kicked in and they were like, okay, well, we can help you now. But he was struggling to get in the VA. But when you take the racist part of it, it's funny that white people will see me a certain way until I tell them I'm a veteran. Right. And then they're like, oh my, yo, yeah, well, thank you, thank you for serving. But you you weren't really digging me until I said I was a veteran. And now like all of a sudden, like, oh, he's stars and stripes. Now I was a kid that didn't want to go to college and I went to the military to follow in my father's footsteps. <laughs> you know, okay. like, you know. So yeah, I for on on the aspect of it, I think right now when it comes to the military, I wish they would do a lot a better job of taking care of the homeless veterans. Homeless veterans are on the rise. Yep. Um, veterans with PTSD, you know, stuff like that. I, I really wish that the military put more money into when it comes. That's, that's pops right there. Put more money into taking care of our veterans instead of giving us free golden corral on Veterans Day. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, see, that's what I'm talking about. And and I mean, that, TJ, that that kind of goes to the whole crux because Ken, if you if you was paying attention, just said a whole mouthful. He basically mm-hmm. said. That he will, which rarely happens, I'm sure. Ken is a hella likable dude. I mean, it's hard to not like Ken if you ever met him in person. He 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 fucks with everybody. He's good with everybody. He doesn't really say much about people. He, he he's just all around good people. Uh, but even him, uh, still, unfortunately, has to sometimes reveal his military uh, uh, credentials just to get respect from folks who may look at him a certain way because. Of the way he was born, and that's kind of what I think they was trying to spotlight here. T- TJ uh, Tyrone is uh, there. He is. Okay, Tyrone. Yeah, TJ. So I, I mean, successfully or not, it sounds like you and Bad Ty have different have opposing opinions. Uh, well, I will say this: I did like the point that Sam made when he talked about you know being a black man and saying that hey, our people fought for this country. We came to we were we were enslaved and we came here and we built this country. And I think that's very important for people who are have revisionist history that like to think that, you know, black folks just, you know, we just popped up and they know we, we were enslaved. We came here, we built this country. And as, and for those who are foundational black Americans, you have to have a certain pride for those ancestors that, that gave so much to this country to fight for it as well. Cause this, this is your, this is your foundation. This is your birthright to do so. So I, I do appreciate that. And to Ken, and to Ken's point, you know, um, Anytime that you are in, in this country, and I saw this in the, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, is how when he was just regular, uh, just not, well, he was just regular Black Falcon, he really couldn't get, like he said, he couldn't get a loan. He was selling, you know, dinners out of his back of his truck. Couldn't, you know, the whole community had to galvanize. It was just his community. But then when he was actually in service to the, to the government, like in service with the new suit and, and saving folks, then he got all of the applause. And I think that's the dichotomy of how, um, of what he's talking about as far as the veterans. It's like, hey, when they feel when they think that you're just a regular black man, you you face all the discrimination. But if you're ever in service to this uh to this country, uh mm-hmm. similar to athletes, you know, that come from impoverished or marginalized communities, oh, they don't really care about you, but you'll see even next week on draft day, everybody loves you. It's like, oh, you you love me because of yeah. my ability 
Yeah, um, yeah. You, you you play for my team now. You're my quarterback now. So yeah, I, exactly. I love you to death. You're my quarterback. Exactly. When so I'm no longer your quarterback, I don't give a damn about you. Correct. So I do think that these are uh, those are important uh, conversations and definitely something that was important to put on the Disney Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, platform. I just think as far as the speech of itself that he gave, I just felt like, you know, he's he, I was like, he's doing all this like right now. We're not going to have a hearing or nothing. Like we're just going to do it right now. Like he's literally dead bodies to, to like uh, right over there in arm's lane. And he's just like, no, no, no. I'm going to give this I have a dream speech right, right now. And I'm not going to wait. These cameras are here. So, um, but he did say some real things. I just think that the whole, the setup of it was just kind of odd, odd to me. But there were some uh, points that I think people, um, he illuminated some things that people uh, should know. Well, go ahead, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. No, 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 I was just going to say, and that that was kind of, uh, I think the point is, again, the heat of emotion, because remember, he he didn't want Carly to die. He didn't even want to fight her. Correct. Like, that's, that's like, like that. that's really important. Like, he really believed in what she believed in. Mm -hmm. It wasn't mm -hmm. like he, like, so when she got killed, that hurt him. Like he was at that moment when yeah. he got down there, all he had was raw emotion. Yep. And that's what you was getting at that moment. Like yeah. he was he was sitting there talking to three people, having a conversation with three people, listening to what each person has to say and rebutting, rebutting every last one of them and with, with some factual actuals. And that's what that I think at that moment, everybody that was standing around, all of the media took notice everybody took notice of what he was saying that's why he was able to make the moves afterwards that he was able to make you know what i'm saying like you 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 made you made a comment you was like uh yo i hope i hope he don't drop isaiah bradley's name well guess what he did <laughs> he right. did drop his name because we find out later on that isaiah got a whole statue mm -hmm. and a whole fucking you know what i'm saying his whole story's being told yeah. so not only did he drop his his name but he told everything so yeah. so like that moment that moment uh with the emotion for him for somebody that like me and i think everybody else can agree is that you know uh anthony mackie before that we thought he was just yeah he was like you are that actor you know what i'm saying but that moment where they gave him that much dialogue and he had to show some emotion i think anybody who watched that felt something because i know i i felt a little something i ain't cry but I got a little choked up. I was. I don't like, know, bro. I don't know, man. You, you, you <laughs> might, you know, you prone to have some emotions, right? Hey, man. Hey, hey man. If I would have shed a tear, I would have said it. But I mean, it was. I was. I was right there. I was right there with it. I was like, okay, I feel that just because of the yeah. current, the current climate we live in. Yo, yes. Yeah, if, right. if only was <laughs> you know it was the Marvel Cinematic Universe because the fact that yeah. he said he dropped facts and then everybody was like. Oh, we see your point. I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll pull out. I was like, like, I have like, so much more group. free time. If he was just like, oh, that's just one speech. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. We see your. We understand. We see your yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. For things yeah. hoped for, things hoped for in real life. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, well, I mean, well, well, yes. I, I, I think that this episode was was monumental for. Sam Wilson. I mean, there were clear undertones, and uh, uh, but but there was also overtones, right? Like the, you could say that Sam 
and having to wrestle with being black. That was one of his lines when he was talking to the center. He was like, man, you just don't understand. He's like, man, I am a black man with the, you know, with, with the stars and stripes. stripes, Yeah. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And and he basically was like, listen, are you going to tell me? I don't know about the struggle. Mm-hmm. If TJ had to say, he'd be like, man, I can't even, I got kicked out the bank the other day. babysit me. And wanted a picture with him too. Oh, you know what I mean? And now he's got the, the, the onus of wearing the same uh, uniform that this guy wanted to wear so bad that was on paper, like he says in the, in the uh, show, blue eyes, blonde haired, Yep. you know, uh, uh, Captain America, but that's not who he is, and he has to represent the way he is. He has to do it the way that he is. So, I mean, yes, do you kind of understand, like, why it is that they're, you know, make, giving him a monologue and, and why it is that it's so important that he says things and he uh, he, he gives his difference, his deference as his own Captain America? Yeah, uh, I definitely do. Um, no lie, I just want to, like, hats off to Marvel because this, this whole series, um, it touched on some real-life shit, that a lot of people are very, I would say, blind to. I wouldn't say ignorant, they're just blind to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, right. I mean, in their own way, you know what I mean? Everyone's blind to certain things, you know? So, um, and it, it brought it out in a way that people can really empathize with the other people that are going actually through this stuff. And like, you know, they've been they've been watching it, you know what I'm saying? So I, uh, I definitely, I definitely think that Sam, at the end, the ending scene with him just expressing everything, I feel like, it was amazing. I agree with Ty. It was amazing. Like the way he he basically, like you guys said, he broke down what three people basically have fought for and no one was seeing their fight. No one was seeing right. their their whole point and why they were fighting. And that's what right. he was saying at the end. You know, he was like, have you guys even looked really at why this girl is fighting for this? Why right. so many people are behind her? So many governments are behind her and like yeah. that, that's what they were saying like you know he was he was basically saying like how how do you guys not see yourselves as the terrorists in this moment and that that really kind of hit at home because you know you got to think about it like what happens all the time in the media you know what i'm saying like like what what do we constantly see every day on television you know what i'm saying we see we see stuff that shouldn't even fucking be going down and that's what sam was basically trying to say you know if we just step back and like just take a look at things and how things could be different on the other foot he literally said to them you guys are the bank wow he literally said that to them you guys are the bank and you guys have the power to do everything you choose not to you could literally feed a million people with the phone call you choose mm. not yeah that's real that, i mean and like it's true you know what i'm saying but we're so we're so caught up in our own bullshit just like john walker is you know it's all about me and what about what's gonna be good for me that's that's not how that's not how america is and sam was just trying to right. point that out to them was like you know if we're gonna be a united people like we the people and how we we made our constitution then you guys gotta wake the fuck up you know what I'm saying? You guys got to stop being so short-sighted and stop stop looking past things and you know actually see like why people are doing certain things and and how it's affecting everyone because of that. You know what I'm saying? So it was I don't know this this last this last um episode for me was was very like eye-opening, you know, and I I I enjoyed it a lot and um I 
I agree with you guys um, before on the whole military thing. I'm a military, like I was born on a base. I'm a, I'm literally, I was born on a base. My brother and I both were, we're military brats. And I, I refused to enlist because I didn't want to be caught up in something that had nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I didn't want to be subjected to things that I didn't have control over because I just, I just, you know, submitted. So I just like, I, I kind of agree with the fact that, you know, like, our country does not take care of our own. You can fight and lay your lives down, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like you see constantly on the roads and everywhere, there's tons of homeless homeless veterans that are not getting, you know, their benefits due and it's like, they lay down their lives, you know? And like the ending with, when he showed Isaiah's monument, I, I literally got teary-eyed because I was like, finally, someone realized who this man was, what this man did, you know what I'm saying? For his country and people just threw him away. Just locked him away for 30 years and he gave his whole life just to just to try and do better. And I just I don't know. It was it was very eye opening and I, I appreciated the hell out of this this last um episode for sure. Yo, you say you don't want to be go ahead, TJ, go ahead. No, I was just saying, but like isn't but that's just how America is. Like they'll take 30 years of your life and then be like, Hey, we got this this statue for you. Like, look, we remember, <laughs> hey, thanks. That's, exactly, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly why I would never be, I would never enlist because I was born into that. I know what yeah. that was like at firsthand. I saw that as soon as like my mom has a, uh, my mom went through so much bullshit in, in a military hospital. And you know what they told her? Well, you lived, you got your kid. So you're fine. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I, I've seen firsthand like what what your country can do for you. And it's 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 bullshit. That's all I have to say about that. But I just I just think and that's the thing with the speech is like it was hypocritical because it's like, yeah, you want to fight for like your country. But the suit that you got is from Wakanda. You have to literally steal the shield. Who was unarmed and it was and had to videotape. And that guy is still. Right next to you, he's literally right there. The guy who yeah, killed was. was literally right there while talking, and everybody was just like, "Look, we're all on the same team." So yeah. I like that's it. Just that's why it didn't land. I was like, oh, "Okay." It's just like, I mean, America does that. They'll take well, like Isaiah Bradley said, he was like, "Look, they've been stealing our history, and now they want to repackage it and sell it back to us on Ancestry.com." Like that's that's what we're that's what we're dealing with right now. So it just didn't, it just didn't land. Well, I mean, I think yeah, Yaz has a lot of good points. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that Yaz was born on a base, by the way. Yeah, I, I, was breaking news. I was, so and so was, I was, and so was my brother. I was born in Governor Fort Drum. It is the a lot of military people know where that is because they call it the hell. It's it's hell. They literally do the worst basic training there, and that's where I was born at. Yeah, yeah. can I see you agreeing on that? You've heard about oh, that? Yeah, Fort, yeah, Fort Drum is. Oh. Yeah, that, yeah, thank God I wasn't there. I mean, my son was born on Fort Belvoir in Virginia. I, that's when okay. I was stationed in DC. I, I worked in the White House for five years, and so my son was oh, born wow. on Fort Belvoir. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that, look, yeah, yeah. The picture you see with me with Bush, that was when you leave. Well, when you leave service, you get to take a picture with whoever the president is at the time. And I did. I was with Clinton his last year and Bush his first four years, and um, then I got out, and then that's when I moved to Orlando. Oh, uh, okay. I wonder, Ken, if, if Trump was president, would you have taken the picture with him? No, <laughs> I would have. No, hell no. No, I would have been like, no, I'm good, dog. It sucked, man, because I, I, I was up for re-enlistment, and when I was up for re-enlistment, they wanted to send me to Korea, 
And I was like, man, I've been wearing a suit and tie and traveling with the president. You know, I got to go to 42 states and nine countries traveling with the president. I said, I'm not going to Korea and get back in the in the in the dirt. And so as I'm getting out, my sergeant was like, look, I can reenlist you for four more years. And by that time, I was already civilianized. I'm like, oh, man, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. And then Barack got elected. And I'm like, man, I should have just stayed. I could have got my damn picture with Barack. But my dumb ass, my dumb ass, like, I'm not going home. Fuck y'all. Damn, man. Well, I mean, you know, at least he got his time in there. And I mean, who wouldn't want to be next to, you know, the George Mr. Uh, you fooled me once, but you can't get fooled again, uh, Bush. Uh, I, I will say line? this, bro. He was actually a cool ass dude. He's funny. When you see yeah. him and Michelle Obama going back and forth with each yeah. other, that's really his personality. Yeah, it's that he was he was such a funny dude, bro. Like he, I, I, I man, we're not we weren't allowed to really talk to him, but he would come in the room and we would talk baseball. And I don't know shit about baseball, you know what oh, I mean? Okay. But he, but you know he was a big sports baseball guy. I think he owned the Texans, like the, the Texas yeah, Rangers. The Rangers. Yeah. And he would talk Rangers baseball all day. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. When that dude hit that hole in one. That shit was crazy, son. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, man, for real. Like, yeah. He was like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know shit about baseball. I'm a basketball guy. I love basketball. No shit about no goddamn baseball. But he was so funny. He was such a good dude, man. And he was just a shitty president. He was a terrible president. It was awful, bro. Any movies about him, they they like they all just said he was a figurehead. Like so, oh, everybody yeah. else behind the scenes was running the show. He was just there as a as a as a figurehead. Listen, you guys yeah. remember you guys remember Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay when they you know fall through his fucking roof and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker. Let's go smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good scene. Uh, I'm sure Jordan lit up a bush or two. You know. The funny, the, uh, but 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 everybody's bringing up a good point of, of, of how like the military, we all can agree, like you get a different level of respect when you do, you know, from certain folks when you when you serve and when you reveal that you serve uh, and Ken, you know, unfortunately, he dropped out, I guess I mean, he, he discharged a little too quick. Uh, didn't want to get that yeah, yeah. with the with the no, dog. I, I dog dog. I, I was I, the crazy thing was I was um, information systems operator analyst, which is you know the, the military give you a big long name for your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which was you know I was a computer guy, but I was stationed in tactical units. So mm. I'm like, look, bro. I'm like, I'm not. Dude, when I was stationed in Arizona, I was the one who we were the first ones to ever bring the internet to the field, so people could have you know it was 32k, you know the dial up. Like we were the first ones to bring dial-up internet. Dude, it's the same inter- It's the same internet that Tyrone got. That's why his shit keeps popping off. That's why he can't stay off. <laughs> and, and so I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to go to you know Bosnia and all that, man. I'm I'm done with this, man. I'm I'm gonna get out and go find a job, and that's what I did. I, I did not. I, I was only supposed to do six, and I re-enlisted for an extra three. And once I hit my nine, I felt like I I did did enough for my my country, as as they say, and. And I was gone. Now I work for T-Mobile. You see a shirt in the background. <laughs> yeah. You're representing for the team T-Mobile. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's free advertising. 
I thought that was sponsorship. I thought it was sponsorship. Oh yeah, he's that out. Hey, I work from home, and you know, I work. Remember, I work for Nextel, then Sprint, now T-Mobile. We, I've been bought by everybody, and and so we had our team meeting. And if behind that shirt is actually a North Carolina anti-Aggie shirt, you know, HBCU shirt, because I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago with these kids from A&T. You know, I'm from Greensboro, that's my hood, so I had that shirt up. So when we had our team meeting, I'm like, shit, our GM gonna be on. So let me throw the T-Mobile shirt up. So it depends on what it is. So if I would have known this, I would have threw a Black Panther shirt or something up. <laughs> it depends on what I'm doing is what shirt is behind me. It depends on what podcast. I've done like 400 podcasts in the past 30 days. So yeah. on, and I just didn't I forgot to change the damn shirt out. I just look. I just noticed like shit T-Mobile still up there. So nah, man, hey, rep your click, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even with the headphones, it's good to see that you can take. Yeah, yeah that's know. my work headphones, bro. Uh, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> you took a hey, y'all, hey, I got to do this podcast real quick. I'm going to log back in. About <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what it looks like. He looked like he just stepped yeah. off of his like He clocked yeah. out. He yeah. might be getting paid yeah. right now. T-Mobile. Yeah. Don't be watching this. This was hey, 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 yeah, don't this be shocked. Day. Don't be shocked if I'm like, hey, thanks for calling T-Mobile, like doing this podcast. I'm, and I'm pretending like I'm hey, thanks for calling T-Mobile. How can I help you? I was say, is this is this podcast being recorded for training purposes? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, in addition, in addition to us realizing the weight that Cap has to now handle, and I don't even know, it feels weird even like I ain't gonna lie. When you speak about cringeworthy things, TJ. Uh, I thought that this episode was fairly good, but there were some very cringeworthy moments. I want to keep it real. I'm not that sold on this uniform. I still think it looks a little, it looks like he's ready to get super soaked uh, um, uh, with the goggles and all of that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I, I like the vibranium and I like how he was able to kind of cuddle into a, a like a, a, a Ninja Turtle shell uh, when, when the building, when the, when the car came down on him. But what I didn't like was like how he embraced, I didn't like the fact that he had to call himself Captain America. I think that they should have let him be labeled Captain America. I didn't like when he bust through the window and he was all like, hey, hey. And it was like, who's that? And he's like, I'm Captain America. You know? okay, really? Like, really? That was cringeworthy. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, the whole time I was sitting there watching the show, I was like, look, I know he don't want to take the serum. But can he at least take a shot glass? Just a little bit of it. Like, can he, can he, just a, just a little valve, like a thimble. Like, he just need a little something. TJ, he's all natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, got, he's got aloe berries and the, the, the you know, whatever that is that Black Panther drinks, you oh, know, yeah. the, the purple and, fruit. At least <laughs> give him some of the herb, all right? Give him some of the herb or something. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. That, that That's an interesting question. Uh, and uh, Tyrone, I'm wondering what your answer is on this. Uh, we saw a few episodes back that there was an instance in which Baron was actually getting rid of all of this serum. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it, it dawned on Mr. Uh, uh, Baron uh, Zemo that, yo, if we get rid of the serum, we, we ain't got to deal with all of these superpowered, super strength folks. But Sam, in that episode, they asked, would you take the serum? He was like, no, he didn't even think about it. No. Right. But then... If you ask his homeboys, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, 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 Zimmerman and whomever, uh, these folks right here was like, yo, I would take it, of course, because I know I would use it for good. And they I would use right it. So my question for you is, who on this panel would actually take it? T T Tyrone, I get the sense that you probably wouldn't tell us, but you might do it in secret. Yeah, would I, would I take the, I would absolutely take the super soldier serum. 
Oh, for yeah, real? I wouldn't even. Yeah, I wouldn't think twice about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he is the first he's one like, to get vaccinated. He's like, he's like, yeah, I got vaccinated, so I'm gonna take yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got some new stuff for me? Go ahead and yeah, stick it in. Let's do it. Let's go ahead. And <laughs> if you got any other stuff you're trying to test out too, just go ahead and yeah, just hit me with it. Oh my like, God. <laughs> What's that? Syphilis? I'll take it. Uh, I got it. I mean, they can keep that. You know, you can keep the syphilis <laughs> and stuff like that. I'll take the yeah. super soldier serum, but you can keep the syphilis. You would take you would do this, uh, TJ, would you take the serum? I'm not saying I wouldn't. I would just let a bunch of people go first. I'll probably, <laughs> probably dip my finger in it just a little bit, then put some on my gums, but I would the whole the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken, would you take it, yo? No, I, I couldn't, man. I, I I would be a bad guy. I got too too much childhood trauma that if I took the serum, I'm gonna fight everybody. I'm fucking everybody up. I'm whooping ass. I'm like I'm in therapy. Every matter of fact, I, I gotta log off here in like 20 minutes because I got therapy. And, and and I don't need it. The super serum uh, bring that anger out of me, man. I'll fuck a comic up with talking shit, bro. I'll whoop a comic ass. <laughs> believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, yeah you man. know Sam Miller. Bro, Sid Miller really be bad on the serum. I'm already crazy on the crown apple. Bro, oh, put, yeah. Put, yeah, the serum? Shit, True. somebody getting their ass whooped. I'm a witness. I, I've seen <laughs> Don't let a motherfucker go over the light uh, with Ken Miller on the serum. <laughs> Yo, I kicked their ass through the goddamn stage. Uh, hey, <laughs> and you know the improv got the brick wall? I kicked their ass right through the brick wall. He was 300 kick ass. 300 ass, a 300 kick, yo. <laughs> this is Miller. <laughs> yo, Talene, would you take the serum, bro? Absolutely. That's not even a question. Damn, oh, if he's taking it, I'm taking it. Because I mean, because he's going to go crazy. <laughs> look, look, I'm going to need protection. Look. <laughs> look, I'm just, look, I'm I'm gonna say like, look, you, you see what you see what you could do on the on the on the on the serum, you know what I'm saying? So like, it, it, even yeah. if I don't even if I don't have to use it, I'm one of those type of people. I like to have it and not need it, then need it and not have it. So wow. just in case, so so that's that's just me. I like because just in case somebody else powered up on the planet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, they, I might it, it might come a time where I gotta save the day. Well, yeah. What if what if side effects include impotence and uh, 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 lack of hair growth? Uh, you know, I don't know if you could live with uh, with the bob cut home. Uh, no, nah, the hair I could do without. The impotence is is a wrap. You tell me I'm gonna be impotent <laughs> for the rest of my life. You can keep that formula and go. To okay, hell. so short term impotence. Okay, <laughs> like short term. If it's you know just just for a couple years, but you know a, you a still couple years, a couple <laughs> years. And nah, you can go to hell with that man who's trying to give me that serum. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yes, would you take the serum? Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not all into like you know putting shit in my body. I'm not like 100 percent knowing what the fuck is in that shit. So I'm like all natural kind of person. So I don't. I don't think I would because as we heard on the last episode, you know, I'm the scariest motherfucker in the group. So I don't know if that would be a smart thing to do. You know, because I got my good and my bad days. I mean, my name is Yasmin. Are we? Are we thinking this is a good idea or not? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want you cussing out the world the way you cuss out your moms. I know that much, man. So we definitely <laughs> want to keep that down. But a lot of things were revealed in this episode in addition to that. Like, also, uh, we finally got a chance to learn who the actual power broker was. All this time they had us. Well, That's at least I had us. I had you had us. Yeah. My bad. All right. So I made a bad prediction. Fuck y'all. All right. I didn't I was know. Right. That's right. You might have been right, but evidently the power broker is actually 
the chick from Revenge, uh, which is cool. Uh, which I, I guess I guess makes some sense. Um, but we didn't still we still haven't solidified that she's definitely a villain just because she was with the power. She seemed to kind of sort it all out. Let's go back. Yeah, thank you. Let's go back. We definitely know her ass is a villain. Her last scene was. We just got government secrets we can sell and and all all this shit now. We're it should be enough in. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody we're, should be able to get a little bit. That's we're what ready. But does that make her a villain? That last scene made me think that she really wasn't the power broker. Because was is she really the power no, broker? Yes. Okay. All right, so no, listen, listen, listen. Okay. Her fight, remember when when her and Carly met up, all right, mm-hmm. she literally was like, Why did you need to come back and work for me? And yeah, she got really, and Carly was like, why? You just want you just want power. You just want us to like, you know, be your be your minions. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm not coming back to you. You know, she's like, we could do this together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And remember, like, how did she even get her fucking number? First of all, you know what I'm saying? She had to know her. You know what I mean? Like there right. were so many, there were so many details that like showed that Sharon was definitely in some shit. We just didn't like hundred percent know like where she was, if she was like the side bitch or she was like the head bitch. So now yeah. We know that Sharon is the OG running everything behind the fucking scenes, and she's just like looking like, "Oh, hey, I'm just Sharon. What's up?" <laughs> yeah, I said that last week. I said, "I said Sharon." I, I so said not, Sharon. I agreed. Like, like that whole calling, calling the uh, George Saint Pierre right. uh, to come to come kill Falcon, and then at, you know after everything was uh, was was going on, he comes in there. He's like, "Oh, so you the power broker?" You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like, yeah. yo, and then she made sure that she killed Carly. You, yo, she shot. I think she. She emptied about four shots like that police officer did in Carly. You know what I'm saying? So, so um, she was she was trying to make sure she was dead, not trying to uh, stop her or disarm her. Uh, so, um, I'm just saying, like at the end of, at the at the end of this episode, when she walks out of there with that little sinister smile, because you know villains like like they always got that little sinister smile. That look, Loki does it. All everybody's got the little sinister. We saw we yeah. saw uh, Zemo with the little sinister smile. All of them got the sinister <laughs> smile. Yeah. And she comes out talking about we got look, hey, things have changed. I'm I'm now in a better position. We gonna have access to all these secret uh, uh, programs and all of this government uh, mm-hmm. equipment, and it'll be enough for everybody. So I'm like, damn, is she Hydra? Is she part of Hydra, Loki? Well, well, how does that make her the villain though? Because they got because they want all of this power. I mean, the United States government wanted the power from the get go. Like they're the ones that seized the, the 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 tesseract. They seized the shield. Like they have Captain America type people on the payroll. Right, so, but like, Magipur, I mean, Magipur Vince is the black market. It's the okay. black market Magipur is so think of like you know what i'm saying like that's like that's where you get all your shit without you know what i'm saying like like your government shit low key and cheap you know what i'm saying like they're the black market of everything not just one thing of everything okay like that's like what he's saying that that sinister look when she emptied that clip at the end it was more for because she wanted to make sure that sam was still going to hold his end up and make sure that he, he did her pardon you know what i'm saying like that's why she stuck around because she wanted that fucking pardon Oh yeah. well, I mean, did she get it? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of this, at the end of the episode, like before she's walked out on the phone, there's a scene with her in court with the government, and they're like, "We we're we're thanking you and the Carters for all that you um you know all your family has done for this country, and you know it's it's a, it's a real honor to welcome you back into the United States, and you know Agent your Carter. 
Yep, Agent Carter, and they fully yep. pardoned her ass. Yeah, like they're saying, they, they literally said it. We fully pardon you. Welcome back to United States, Agent Carter. We even have your position available in, in your same, um, you know, let, in the same department that you are working in. You know, we're, we're excited to have you back. And she's like, she, and then they asked her, like, you know, are you, are you, welcome, are you ready to come back to United States? And she's like, thank you. And then she like smiled and like she like looked like, like, thank God, like, like I'm fucking winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she's getting her revenge too. You got to think about it. She's another Carly. You know what I'm saying? In her own kind of mm -hmm. way. That's why she became the power broker because she's trying to get back at people for fucking her over for doing the right thing. Remember, she saved his ass to get the fucking shield back for his ass. You know what I'm saying? To save mm -hmm. his ass from his ass. So, you know, like she, she's been in it from head to tail and she, with her, her aunt Peggy too, all the shit that they've done to aunt Peggy. So she's getting her fucking revenge on the United States, bro. She's a Carly, but she's the worst Carly. And, but she's undercover as fuck though. Like she's like, Oh, Hey guys, I'm ruining you from the inside. It's going to be great. I'm just going to watch and be like, Oh my God, what happened? Oh, wow. See, this well, is why my dating life is so fucked up because all these signs, and I'm like, is she really bad though? Is she the villain? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, all these red flags. And I'm just like, is she really? I mean, is well, she really I'm the bad person? She's the villain? Yeah. I'm thinking the same way. Red flags. Right, right. I mean, you got to think about that because, I mean, in the world of Marvel, they have a, a tendency to make you once again root for the villain. I mean, because in this episode, in this series, rather, it was it could be preconceived that Carly is a villain, but they don't paint her like that. If you don't have her side of the story, you take away the, the young lady that died. You take away the kids that she was feeding and getting and getting uh, the medicine to and just show her killing folks because she wants to go back to the blip. Wouldn't you think that it is possible that she could be portrayed as the same terrorist that they're actually trying to make her out to be well we know that that's the case but what we also know is that this young lady right here has now basically put u.s agent on the payroll so he is now officially u.s agent no longer the new cap no longer xyz this is now our new character in what could potentially be falcon and winter soldier season two and I don't think that anybody has any Captain to... America. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want to say that Elaine killed that shit in her role. Like, let's just let's just throw that out there. Okay. The fucking purple stripe in her hair, yo. Yeah, she killed that yeah, fucking she, role. Yeah, she is real. killing like, it. She, she is killing she's it. Killing the game. And then when she said at the end, you know, and she, she, he was like, <laughs> He was like, why so dark? You know what I'm saying? And she's like, well, America needs something different. You know, like, you know, and you'll know when the time comes. Don't worry. Like, she's just so fucking, like, just conniving. I fucking love her. Like, oh, nah, my but did God. You, did, you, did you hear the part where she was like, um, you, you see what I did? Or or did I? Or, right. or, or maybe I didn't. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, who knows? <laughs> like, I was like. Yes. She got some mad Loki vibes to her, bro. And I'm digging that shit. Like, she's very, very <laughs> conniving and mischievous. And she's like, uh, was it was it me? Oh, maybe it wasn't. M maybe it was. Red yeah. team <laughs> Is there somebody in the bushes? Who knows? Uh, we also saw, uh, we and 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 as I believe we were introduced to this episode, uh, Isaiah Washington, uh, Isaiah Bradley, excuse me, uh, did give us what I believe to be the Patriot. I think we're going to see more of this dude coming up as well. And they got a glimpse of him when they were watching on TV. What do you think they were thinking, TJ, when they were watching him on TV? Uh, they were thinking, oh, this dude does so lot, man. Or was they like, all right. All right, you know what I'm saying? I guess I see where you're going. 
Well, based upon the picture, he's probably thinking, man, I'm going to take this serum and lose all of my hair. That's probably one of the side effects. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't read the he didn't read the fine print at the lake. <laughs> so maybe you know he's probably gonna be pissed off. Maybe he's a villain because oh he's God. like, look, I lost my hair because of this, and my you know my or whatever that he lost his freedom. So you know maybe wow. that's the issue. That's the Who knows? Oh my God. Well, there was a whole lot, man, and I want to I want to delve into more of this series, but I know I think we only have uh, Ken for a limited amount of time. So before uh, Ken has to leave, I wanted to 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 do a quick flash forward, man, and talk about some other current uh, uh, content that's out there. One of which I grew up with. Now, before I even get into it, I just want to know on this panel who would pick who of this list right here, uh, if. You remember this was the original seven, the original seven yes. of Mortal Kombat. Did you, Ken Miller, have a Sega Genesis? If you did, did you play Mortal Kombat? Yep, and I'll be Sub Zero. Sub Zero. All right, all right, all right. TJ, did you play? Yes, I did. Oh, shoot, my man. I'm sorry. He came prepared. Look at it. He got the picture from his shirt. Well, which one of them is it, bro? Which which Yo, which honestly, you honestly, the the only appropriate answer in my estimation is Sub Zero. Sub Zero was just the coolest, and that's why the movie tripped me out. I didn't know he was that bad at that guy. I get, I'm sure you'll get to that, but but yeah, uh, my Sub Zero was my go-to. My brother, who I played with, my cousin, they always like to pick uh, um, Scorpion because of the whole get over here thing. But you know, I was in the corner with the A B A B up down up down. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so yeah so now, tell me um, let me guess tyrone sub-zero is your character no nah. no i actually went uh i went raiding all the time that was uh that was my go-to Suck up on your bar! yes okay <laughs> all right all right tyrone did you play mortal kombat yeah yeah and I, I was always rocking with scorpion too that get over here was was it for me in that little hey, Jump kick, the little, <laughs> little bicycle kick, John. He had, or, or the little, the, the little uh, spin kick, or whatever that was. Oh yeah, the little joint. He went, he went through the wall. Now, yes, back in the day, there was this thing called Sega Genesis. Yeah. I cannot. Uh, with you. I have one still. Stop your shit, okay? I, I, My uh, mom yeah. still has one at her house. Stop your shit. Oh, your mom's got one like in a glass antique case, uh, showing all the things that you know memorabilia from the nineties. Stop your shit, yeah. There was this. There was this game called Mortal Kombat. Uh, you know, we used to play it on a controller that actually hooked up to the console. Uh, there were no batteries in it. Uh, we couldn't play it for days. All right, and we could. We didn't have to log into it or have the internet to play it either. Um, and uh, we would play it for hours and hours on end. Matter of fact, once it got to Mortal Kombat Two, in which we had these characters, I recall riding my bicycle to this thing that they used to call the arcade. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there was this thing called an arcade with a bunch of video games on the inside of it that you had to pay to play. And I remember I spent, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was this is like long, this is like ages ago. I think like 90 something, you know, like way before. two Buffalo nickels. <laughs> but, but yo, but I remember specifically going to play this game for days. I rolled my bike, there would be tournaments, you'd put your quarter up. On the con on the uh, on the video game, so you could get next. Mm -hmm. I would pick either Melina, Katana, Sub Zero, or Raiden. 
Wow. Sometimes Luke Cage. Uh, but this movie itself, I don't think it was that bad. I don't think it was that bad. I don't think it was that good. It compa- I was about to say compared to what? <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Some, of, some yeah. of the acting was a little, a little, a little questionable. But um, to go back, uh, Lisa, thank you for the for the constant respect. Love you, Lisa. You are the shit. Vince, with your hating ass. Um, I used to play on a Sega. Okay, Raiden or Sub Zero was my character. Then when it transferred over, okay, to the Nintendo, then I was Katana, Melina, Raiden, and Sub Zero as well. And like like you said as well, sometimes I'll put Lil Kane on there because I just like his like when he's kicking and shit. He's giving everybody. He sounds like a fucking turkey, bro. And no lie, I was waiting the whole movie for him to do that shit. And I was so happy when he finally did a little bit of it. I was like, the turkey, yes! <laughs> yes. like Ross Padgett. <laughs> Yo, I hated the Smokey guy. Was that Mortal Kombat 2 when he did that? When they did Smokey? I hated that dude. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my God. The guy, the little white dude that would pop out in the corner. I don't that know. Was- it, it was originally it was one of the um the programmers. One thing that Mortal Kombat did that was pretty cool was they they actually like used to spotlight their their programmers and the and the people that were developing the game. Uh, Noob Sabot, if you recall, Noob Sabot, the all black yes. character that's modeled after. It's actually uh Boone Tobias. It's his. It's one of the program and de- <laughs> program developers' names backwards. So they used to do little stuff like that all the time. But it is it is it's not surprising to me that this movie was halfway decent, halfway trash. Um I didn't I didn't think it was as bad as some of the originals. Um but there were some moments that were a little cringeworthy, you know. Uh there was yeah. a lot of moments. <laughs> there was a lot of cringy moments in that I like Tali, Ty, what, what what did you uh, first of all, Kim? Did you watch? Did you get a chance? You probably didn't have a chance to. No, because it, it just came out yesterday, right? Or has it been yeah, out for a minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, group is past. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to check it out, but I'll check it out this weekend. Um, I'll I'll go see it in Altamont. In the my wife only does oh. Dolby, so we can't do we can't if it's not Dolby. Yeah. She yeah. is it in Dolby? Oh, it might be, but are, are you talking about going to an actual movie theater, sir? Yeah, yeah me and my wife been going back to the movies for like two months now, but, but oh, it got to be like empty. It got it got to be like four people in there. If it's if it's more, her max is four. Mm. If it's more than four, she like look, dog. We mm. just stay home. But I now we go. You see how that backfired there, sir? He got four people in his family, man. He can't go with his people and there not be four people, bro. And the yeah. usher. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, my, my wife is like that. We're, we've we've been we got the MCA list. And if, if it's a good movie and it gotta be in Dolby, because she has to lean, you know, it has to have the lean chair, you know, the chair that lean and all that. She don't go yeah. to the regular theater. It gotta be somewhere she can lean back and watch watch so she can fall asleep. Cause she falls asleep <laughs> in every movie we go to. Every movie we go to, my yeah, wife my, is asleep. My mom that's an expensive crazy. nap. My mom, my mom does the same exact thing, bro. No lie. Everyone, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Vince, we've been going back to the theater, bro, for a minute. What up, James? Oh, okay. Uh, well, 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 see, the reason we ask, uh, Ken, is because, you know, one out of six of us uh, on this panel uh, are completely opposed to movie going 
as it as pertains to going outside of your house. That's uh, a farce. Movie. That is a farce. Uh, you know, under the current state of, of the of the 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 situation, <laughs> I, I am I am opposed. What, what, one, out of six, one out of six of us, Ken Miller, uh, are opposed to leaving the household to watch mm -hmm. movies that you could easily watch on your big. 80 inch screen sharp television set. Some of us believe that a whole wall is better outside the house amidst friends with nachos. Ken, Ken, I got Dolby sound surround sound over here. <laughs> Dolby surround sound. The, the hey. speak is all over. Yo, guess what else I got? A, a chair from Clans. <laughs> There's a nap right there. Hey. If I get sleepy, I can pause the movie. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, watch it when I'm refreshed. Hey dog, I'm gonna be real with you, man. I'm, oh I'm. We we started going back. We really enjoy going to movies, but we went to go see. Um, ah, man, I can't remember what the movie we went to go see just recently, and um, I think it was nobody. And um, was that good? I, and it, yeah, it's so good. It's it's okay. it's so it's, it reminds me of Shoot 'Em Up. I don't know if you remember the movie Shoot 'Em Up mm -hmm. with the, just outrageous killing. It's like that. Yeah. But somebody in the movie theater kept talking. And, and, and that's the only thing that bothers me more than any. Bro, let me tell you something. You can cut me off in traffic. You can take the last. You can take the big piece of chicken. My kids can eat the big piece of chicken. I won't even be mad. But you talk during the movie, I will take the fucking super soldier serum and fuck you up. <laughs> I will whoop your ass, bro. And that's, dog, Ty, that's the reason why I'm like, I wouldn't mind watching movies at home now because I, you got to deal with the talking and the, oh, uh, dude. He said, uh, I will. Uh, that, was, that, was actually, that was actually the beginning. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, TJ. Go ahead, TJ. No, I was actually, that was actually the beginning of my podcast career because I'm going to give you the commentary. Oh, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> it's Over there. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm like, oh, you better not do that. Oh, no. <laughs> you all the commentary and ad libs that you need. I pay fifteen dollars. This is literally making my fucking whole point. Like, this is when we when you asked me about why I, I prefer to be home. Then the, then go to the movies. That was my primary reason. I said people talk, they bring their babies, they do they do weird dumb shit like y'all do a fucking movie that you came to see. You was like, oh, so, you know that's it's all good. That's part of the movie. No, not all the time. Some movies you don't want it. It be the, the some people be talking and and answering their phones and they shit going off. Even, oh though, even though before the movie. They say, turn your motherfucking ring in the <laughs> But people still be like, oh, no, I, if it's an emergency, if the kids are at home, I, you know, I got to pick this up. No, fuck that. I would that's why I stay home. First of all, there are different times to go to the movie, all right? And there are different movie theaters to go as well. Like, Ken mm -hmm. may have had a lot of talking, but that was probably in the West Oaks Mall, not the Altamont Mall. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a different type of population over there. You can go mm -hmm. during the day. Get the matinee. You don't got to go Friday night when the teenagers are out. When the teenagers are out. Punching and stuff in the theater. Yeah. So it's not necessarily about the experience you're having when you're trying to do it when everybody else is doing hey. it. It's a matter hey, man. of 
Hey, dog, let me tell you something. West Oaks is the best mall to go to to see a white movie. Because ain't no black people going to be in that movie, bro. If you if you want to see a movie that's, that's a white movie, take your ass to West Oaks Mall. And, gonna be no, and, and, they, and all they theaters got reclining seats. So yep. you can go to West Oaks, but if you go go see something that got Medea in it, don't go to West Oaks Mall. You got to go to <laughs> Yo, I saw Black Panther twice at the West Oaks Mall. And I loved it at that mall because it was like watching it with a stadium of people watching <laughs> play. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the challah. No, like when they threw him off of of, of uh, what y'all like? No, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, everybody stood up and was clapping. We was all in our dashikis, straight to the Oh, I loved it, and, and for that particular reason. What up, TJ? Yo, this reminds me of Bad Tie. His take just reminded me of a, a time in the movie theaters where there was a baby crying. And throughout the movie, and somebody yelled out, "Well, somebody shut that baby up!" And then somebody <laughs> like somebody was like, "It will if I shake it." And the lady took her baby and left. Her, and left her <laughs> oh my god! Yo, yo, this is at West Oaks. This happened at West Oaks. I swear. I... <laughs> yo, Ty, what time? What day was that? Ty, when was the last time you was at West Oaks? Uh... <laughs> Last time I was there with somebody's goddamn baby crying and shit, and I was like, "Yo, somebody set that baby up." And and you, he's right. Some lady he says, said she take and I, said, I, I, I felt hey. like I did enough. Hey. So there to say, that's when y'all first met. Yeah. <laughs> this is like this is a, like an MCU moment. Like we're just Yo. you guys the, the whole time. This has been a thing the whole time. That's cool. You guys have been a team. The movie Avengers setting babies up since day one. Man, dog. Hey, Vince, real quick. I got to run it, dog. But yo, this dude said it will if I shake it, bro. <laughs> bro. That's what he said. And I think Ty would have really did that too. Well, look, again, uh, thanks, man. I'm going to get the head out of here, man. I'm gonna, I know they watched it. They watched it. Make sure Ken gets back before his break is over. Yeah. I appreciate y'all having me, family. Nah, no worries, man. Thanks, y'all. Hey, make sure y'all go check out the homie Ken Miller, man. He's going to be out and about. I think he's out tonight, as a matter yeah. of fact, right? Harry bro? Buffalo. Yeah, we're Harry Buffalo, downtown Orlando, Ken Plus 10. I've been doing the show for 11 years, produced it myself. Um, this is the 10th installment. Um, so if you come through, man, it's 10 bucks. Come on up. We take tickets. You can get some tickets at the door, man. So come see the kid. $10 to see Ken plus 10. That's tonight, my friend. Make sure y'all go ahead and join the building. Ken, thanks for joining, man. I appreciate you. Hopefully, you'll come back sometime. All right. Yeah, anytime, family. Y'all be good, man. You I appreciate too, man. it, man. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all show love to the one and only Ken Miller, man. Ken Miller will be out and about this evening. Uh, so if you get a chance, if you're in the Orlando area, go check him out. Uh, but him and I do share something in common, Ken, is we do like to go see movies. We both have the AMC pass uh, so that we can go see movies whenever we feel like without even having to pay for them. I personally saw Mortal Kombat in the movie theater. Yes, that's right. I went to the movie theater and saw it. And, you know, the funny thing about it is it's the first time I saw a movie in the movie theater that I could actually see on my phone at the same time. So, like, if I'm going to the, I got to use the bathroom. Like, I could just, you know, <laughs> while I'm going to the movie. Like, literally, I was running a little late. And so, while I was in line, <laughs> I, was watching, I was watching the movie. <laughs> so, it, it, it all works out, you know? And it was a lot of people in it. I mean, it wasn't packed. I had plenty of room to to just stretch out and, and to do my little thing. 
But I was able to get my nachos, have my drink. You know what I'm saying? I had a whole row to myself. Um, there wasn't a lot of talking in it. And I got a chance to enjoy it. It was weird because it's been a while since I watched anything without closed caption. You know what I'm saying? So I was, it was a little weird not being able to read the words. But it was dope. And I would do it again as many times as I need to. And it was a lot of folks that I think feel the same way. But nevertheless, the movie itself, I feel like, wasn't the worst installment. There were some things that I really liked. One thing that I really, really liked was how they, this time, instead of giving us a tournament that was about fighting, they gave us a fighting a fighting uh, movie that was basically about people with superpowers. They made it more superpower oriented. Uh, Luke Kane wasn't a dude who just happened to be training and then found, like, he's like, no, I shoot fire out of my hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I do. Like, Sub-Zero was actually a villain that controlled ice to the point where he was able to, like, freeze a whole part of a town before he had even stepped into it. And I thought that that was dope to highlight and spotlight the more mutinous type of 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 of, of uh, aspect of, of this of this particular um version of, of Mortal Kombat TJ. I don't know if you felt the same way. I actually like the movie because and I get it, I had a better appreciation for it because I went back and watched the 1995 yeah. Mortal Kombat. Oh, and wow. when I was a kid, I was like, man, this movie is so dope. Oh my goodness. And then I watched it again in 2021 and I was like what is this? Like it was, it was, it didn't hit the same. So when I watched the new one and I saw the different graphics and everything, it was, I, I actually liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I wasn't, some of the storylines or the way they did things, like I, like I always thought Sub-Zero was out of Sub-Zero and Scorpion and like yeah. Reptile, Sub-Zero was the good one. That's how I always looked at it. But right. it kind of tripped me up that he was the, like almost the main villain in this movie so that kind of tripped me out and then i like i don't know the whole find your chi thing was kind of uh yeah. it was different so i'm not gonna yeah. bash it but it was just it wasn't really what i was expecting that everybody has their own little super superpower so uh i know yeah. some of the traditionalists aren't, aren't gonna you know be a fan of that but you know, yeah the jacks thing tripped me out though that was cringeworthy. I was like, all right. No, right with his arms. Oh God. Yeah, he had a little, he had a little chicken wings. But he had the chicken wings, and all of a sudden they turned into big ass drumsticks because he did, you know, he did a good deed. Like I, I don't know. I didn't like that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was a little weird. Um, I, I Tyrone, I, you, you saw the first Mortal Kombat's, right? Like the oh, yeah. the one from the one where uh, Christopher Lambert. Uh, yep. Uh, was from rated. Highlander was rated. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my was God. Thunder God rated. Uh, yes. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, let me tell you. When you want to know my favorite part, I, I, I want to say my favorite. One of my favorite parts of this series, which I don't have any footage. I don't even have any pictures. You had to use your imagination. Was the depiction of reptile? The reptile depiction yes. was spot on. It was yes. freaking dope as hell. Like yes. that scene in itself yep. was the, I think hands down the best, I mean, sequence of the whole movie. And being mm -hmm. that they didn't show him as, you know, a reptilian, as a humanoid, you right. know, they showed him basically mm -hmm. as the lizard from Spider-Man 2, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh, uh, excuse me, not Spider-Man 2, but, uh, but uh, it's Amazing Spider-Man. And- uh, He's he way was better quality, movie. let's be serious. Way better yeah. quality. Oh my God! I mean, because they did in this movie, huh? 
the graphics were were amazing. I thought yeah, were dope. Like Goro looks so fucking real, bro, with his big oh ass. God, and when his arm broke and he popped that shit, I was like, oh, it looks normal. And then he popped it back and I was like, oh, that looks fucked up. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Cabal was that Cabal That's scene? Okay. Yes. Cabal. Oh, my God. Cabal was dope. And I used to use Cabal, too, in, in, in MK3. But I, I didn't expect him to have like a New Jersey accent. Like he sounded like he yeah. was on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like, hear what he sounded like. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, this guy over here is an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Huh? What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> come on, forget about it. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, come on, yo. I always just thought like Kabal would sound like Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I, I like. I think that frankly, one of the people that stole the show was this guy Kano. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Kano was yes. hilarious. Uh, I saw, like I said, I saw it in the movie theater, so there were outbursts oh, of yeah. laughter uh, when he would say stuff. Um, and he was actually like, "Whoa, if y'all want to talk to him, I know Nathan Jones." Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. Hold on, Phil. We'll yeah. we'll talk to you a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know so we'll, we'll private message. Hop in the DMs, Phil, for real. Yeah, hey, hey, hold on, Phil. Holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. I'm sure he would love to be amongst uh, the new blurs. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit off air. But for right now, like I, I thought that that was one of the dopest parts is that they did not forget to include the humor, and they made Kano the the you know kind of like the comedic the comic relief mm -hmm. a little bit. But I did I did like how they 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 they, they gave him some really funny lines. It was explicit, yeah. and Tyrone they didn't hold back when it came to explicit. Like they I think they, I think the word titties was said a couple times. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're, you know, it, it, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, they definitely with the adding the humor to to that effect and with that success, uh, that was that. I think that kind of saved that movie from, uh, you know, from falling into the trap of taking itself too seriously. Because like the yeah. special effects were amazing, the fighting was amazing, and the story was so corny. But like, you know, they they were, but they were in it. So you're like, I don't know how serious it's supposed to be. And then any anytime Kano came along and said something ridiculous, you were like, oh, okay, all right, this is cool. Like, he was, he he reminded me a lot of Deadpool because it was just like comment after comment. Yeah. There was even a moment where uh, where something happens, and then in the background you just hear him go, wah, wah. Yeah, he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, he's this dude. He is definitely this dude, and it was it was perfect for this movie. I think it it kept it it kept it silly enough to where you're like, all right, I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it did do a good job of not taking itself serious enough mm -hmm. to where you're like, oh, wait a minute, man. Because originally I was kind of mesmerized by the trailer that Michael Jai White was in where they were trying to kind of recast the movie as something a little darker, a little more serious. <clears throat> and if you recall, in that series, Scorpion was the protagonist. He was like the main the main character that it was supposed to be. So I get the sense they tried to, they took that same concept recasted it put it in a different realm uh i was a shang song for me was a little cringeworthy because yeah. i thought Shang song was a much more badass character than he was uh when he was in a series even in the was obviously like the shang song from the first mortal combats right uh i want your soul you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The guy from rush hour was he the dad in rush hour Shang yeah he song? was he yeah, was, he was. That was, was like yo that's a dude that was yelling but too young <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, but I said, I thought, I thought it was it. I, I, I don't even know if I was really settled on Raiden. Um, for something, for some reason, Raiden didn't really, it didn't really pop for me. But who I did like 
was these two right here yeah. and their brotherhood. And I loved Kung Lao's depiction of Kung Lao, uh, how he swung the hat. I like how he had one of the illest fatalities. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> On this show, flawless uh, victory. Yeah. Oh, I was so yeah. happy when he said that. Did anyone get hype in the movie theater? Because like, no lie, I was like, <laughs> I was like so hyped when they said that shit. And and, and like, it was so funny because I was watching it with my brother. I mean, or with my cousin and um, Austin and my mom, and they're all just like looking at me, and I was like, you guys, okay. They didn't know what it meant. They do know what it meant. They all do know what it meant. My, my mom was kind of sleeping through like the whole movie, but um, they do know what it meant. But they were just like not as hyped as I was. Like my cousin was like, "Yo, that was a badass part." But like me, I'm I'm expressive, so I was like, "Yes, they fucking said it. That's what I'm talking about." Like, you know, <laughs> I have to say, you're probably alone on that one. Everybody, I when Kano did the Kano wins. I got yeah. hyped when he did that. I like that. I like the Kano no, girl. But that was it. All the rest of them, I didn't like when he said finish him. I didn't like when he said fatality. I mean, uh, 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 flawless victory. I thought, it was I, I thought those were two. What you the Kano wins one was spot on because it wasn't like he did it on purpose. You know, it was, it, it, you know, he, I mean, it was, he did, you know, reach into the, the you know, he it did the whole Temple of Doom thing, you um, know, yeah. which was, which was uh, a directly ripped from yeah. the first, uh, uh, I mean, the very first uh, Mortal Kombat. Where you know Kano actually had that fatality, where he took your heart out, you know. So I feel like uh, about about uh, Kung Lao though. I feel like he really like that actor really took that part and was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna nail this. Like he went and studied all the moves. You know what I mean? He he killed it. Like every movement he yeah, made, I was like, man, he really like he he either played these games yeah. growing up and Kung Lao was his dude, or he went and really did the research because like I was like, oh, it's, it was like watching a video game with this dude. So I, I agree with you there. Uh, Kung Lao and Liu Kang definitely yeah. stole the show. And I like Liu, I mean, because you recall Liu Kang in the first movies was the main hero. Yeah. So, you know, he was the one that was learning about Mortal Kombat and the underworld and all right. that. And so this movie, he's already embedded into the underworld. And I I really, I really, I mean, I know some, I know we just, we don't all agree on this, but I really did like the fact that they addressed where they get the powers from. Cause I've never been a fan of Sonya Blade, right? I I don't know what it is. I thought she was just boring. I you know. Something. She's your typical white woman. That's why. Yeah, you know, she looked like she calls the police on people trying to have. That's why my cousin literally said that in the middle of the movie. She was like, "There's a typical white woman right there. There you go, Sonya Blade." I was yeah. like, "Damn, Christian, that's fucked up." Like, bro, like it was. It yeah. he was spot on. So I can't can't be mad at him. Yeah. You know. He probably, you know, called the police on a bird watcher or two uh, in our lifetime. Uh, I liked but, her. I liked her. You like I liked her. I liked her too. Like her character was a dad. She was just like off rip. Was like, yep, there we go. The basic white bitch. Here we go. Let's do this. Oh, like, TJ, wait. TJ just broke news. TJ liked the white chick. Uh, I, I knew he was gonna do that. So, yeah, like, hold on, man. Too. Yeah. Hold on. Like, like, I, like too. I think she was cast. I saw the first. I, I saw the first movie, and I was like, oh, she's a way better Sony Blade than uh, the other. <laughs> Yeah, she was a way better. Uh, what's her name? Oh, my milk of magnesia. Oh. <laughs> Remember, he was, he was he was way better than the first one, so I think she did a good job. Remember, he was okay. Sharon too, so you know. Yeah, learning uh, so much about TJ today. <laughs> yeah, like Daz, he he on that interracial love. <laughs> Put that on TMZ. What's going yeah. on, man? Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, what's up? So. Um, 
one of the things that bothered me about about the, the movie is like the reason I think Liu Kang and uh, Kung Lao um, their characters resonated so so much is because you could tell you can tell that both of those guys are like true martial artists like they they you could tell that they probably practice martial arts outside of just this movie uh one of the things that you know i i thought that they would do with the rated r um rating and and so much time to make this movie was bring more martial artists into yeah. it which would have then made the the fight scenes a lot better because um, although I loved Kano's character and I think he really did steal the show. I think he was like the driver. If no Kano, this show is a totally different uh uh movie. But um yeah. I think he did drive the drive the character, but I would have liked to see him be more, you know, like a little bit more martial martialist, you know, martial artist type. Um and, and the same thing with Sonya, because um TJ made made a point about you know the old time she's better than the old Sonya. I might disagree a little bit. The old Sonya actually was a martial artist. Like she, she, her acting might not have been like, uh, like that. But she, when it came to fight scenes, I thought because remember she was in the tournament, she fought in the tournament. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And she, she really knew how to fight. Like this Sonya was his ass too. She whooped his ass. She whooped Kano's ass. Right. Like in the uh, she whooped Kano's ass because Kano was not a martial artist. That's what I just said. Like, he, like he couldn't really fight. Like all he's he did. He's a bounty hunter and a fucking. He's won in thirty-five states and all this bullshit. Yeah, from, he's an assassin. He slit, he's a mercenary. He sneaks up on people and he kills them. Like he said, he slit the guy's throat. Like it wasn't like you know what I'm saying. He's just this badass fighter because from what I saw, it wasn't that at all. Like you know what I mean. Like he 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 stabbed the dude a couple of times. You know what I'm saying, and then. You know, I mean, the uh, reptile a couple of times, and then uh, was able to, you know, hit, um, take the knife and and run it through his chest and and pull out his heart, which I thought was dope. That's typical Kano, but uh, you know, Jax, you know, <laughs> that the, the, those scenes where he was, I was just like, I was like, dude, man, and I want to like my my dude because I I know him from a lot of shit. He was on True Blood, uh, yes. he was on uh, he, yo, he he was on a Supergirl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So he's on, he's on a couple shows that I that I've seen and I've watched and and, and I, I like him. But uh, yeah, man, I these these roles even even the guy what, what was his name Cole Cole yeah, who is Cole, like, yeah. Cole's not even a real martial artist. Right. Like, you can tell his his stuff is all like <laughs> and it, like it was like I was it was just so un, like unbelievable. Yeah, it was just so unbelievable to me to to where I'm just like you guys had so much time. You got the rated R rating. I was just my. I think my again expectations yeah. uh, were 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 set a little higher for Mortal Kombat, and I just really was hoping that they would go in that direction. They didn't. It wasn't a terrible movie, but I, I had higher expectations. So, well, go ahead. Yes, I was. I was wondering why they they did this whole backstory on someone we have no idea who the fuck he is. First of all, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like this whole that, like that was mainly what this story was focused on was this this lineage from Scorpion that passed down right. to this kid and we don't even know who the fuck he is. You know, he's not right. at all. And then on top of that fact, like did you not see like when they were mentioning like, you know, that that um it was his daughter that Brayden saved and brought to the temple and to like, you know, m- make sure she was safe and shit and like he's a descendant. Obviously his mom is is Scorpion's daughter, but did you see the katana no. blade Back? No, not. No, I don't think that's. That's think not that's, the case. Nah, that's, the case. I don't think that's the case either. Yes, I think that that 
I think they said that happened hundreds of years ago. Yeah, centuries. Yeah. So, so you think that, it's like great great grandson or something like that? No, lineage. No. <laughs> like like even further. He's like, like lineage, like yeah. way like ancestry.com. Yeah. Sub Zero, okay. Sub Zero made a point to tell um Shang Su that I killed off, you know, uh Han Su Hans yeah. centuries ago. He said I killed him centuries uh, ago. Okay, I got so, you. so like uh Cole is like <laughs> way, yeah, way down you. the list. Yeah, yeah, no, that's why Raven said, I thought, you know, your bloodline, you know, the, the power of your blood bloodline mm-hmm. would be in you, but I see it's not. Like, so you, right. you like, you like, you know, 32 <laughs> removed, 32 relatives removed from, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so. Yeah, it, it oh, wow. He says it, it was 1817. Uh, we have to fact check that. I didn't remember hearing him say that, but if that's I the didn't. case, then that's still quite a while ago. 200-ish uh, years, yeah. Give it away yeah. when he's going to get water with a you know bucket you know in the middle of the world well you know there's some chinese cultures some asian some asian cultures one thing that i did think was pretty cool tyrone was that they did kind of make i knew about the ling kuei beef with the you right. know i think it's the sha 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 my ryu the sh, sh, uh ryu uh, uh clan i i knew about ling kuei actually there was a whole video game uh mm-hmm. that was made on sega genesis where sub-zero was the hero and it was about him kind of fighting for the Lin Kuei dynasty so i, I knew about that, that. yeah yeah did, you remember that game yeah you know i played that game that was a really mm-hmm. good game but what they went into was the mm-hmm. cultural differences of japan and china mm-hmm. in the first few scenes he's speaking to him in chinese even though he's japanese right and J- japanese scorpion at the time doesn't understand what he's saying he's like i may not understand your word. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's like watching a dude you know speak like from jamaica talk to a dude from saint thomas and you know it's both patois to us we're like yo but you know but but at that cmt you know it's like nah bro it's not the same thing so i thought that that was cool to kind of put that clash of cultures mm-hmm. um into the movie and make it about china versus japan because i don't know if you know but in history japan and yeah. china quite a big problem there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool history. Well, not really cool. I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know terrible history there, but also you know it's really interesting to learn. Uh, if anybody wants to dive into a movie that really covers that in a good way, uh, Ip Man is a good Ip movie Man, for that. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's uh, that's some good best movies. It, it's yeah, my favorite kung fu movie ever, and right. or martial arts movie, and uh, yeah, it really covers that China versus Japan thing in a beautiful way. Just a really well done movie. So check that out. But, you know, second place is uh, Scorpion versus Sub-Zero uh, for historical accuracy and, uh, you know, when it comes to the Chinese and, and, and Japanese empire. So uh, definitely learn, get get your history from, uh, you know, from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I'm going to say. You heard it here. No, just just go. Yeah, just take it out. Just be like, I know about this history now and be like, yeah, it was, it was Sub-Zero in 1817. And he killed Scorpion, and then you know, and then uh, World War II happened. That's pretty much this, it's the whole it's oh the whole God. thing. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine World War II happened, and then it was a Black Captain America. Uh, right, yeah. right. And that's the world. Congratulations. <laughs> and you know what? You know what else? You know what else? I saw the movie at the theater too. <laughs> you know what else? That 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 I think some of the best fight scenes in the entire movie were against Scorpion and Sub Zero. Like yeah. in the beginning, 
that first five minutes, you know, that first five minute uh, battle between them, that was that was super dope. And, he, yeah. and then at the end of the movie, when they when they battled again, like that was super dope. That but that that goes, you know, that kind of goes to the point that I was making about having true mar- martial artists in a martial artist in a martial arts film. Like uh, one of the best, um, one of the, another one of the best martial arts films that I've seen uh, was Ninja Assassin. Ninja oh Assassin yeah! Was oh like my Ninja god! Those were one of those really underrated movies, but it was fucking that shit was dope as yes, fuck. That shit and, was dope as fuck. And, and and you think about a Ninja Assassin and you say, why couldn't they do like a Ninja Assassin type Mortal Kombat movie? Because right. that would have been. We would have we would have been like yo we'd have been blown the fuck away off off something like that and instead we kind of got this I know that they 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 stuck to the video game pr- premise with when it came to yeah finishing moves when it came to fatalities and all of that they did they kept to that that scorpion uh fire uh hell breath that that was like yo that was to the that was to the to the T but you you had all this time from nineteen what ninety five yeah. or ninety whatever. You had all this time to devise a better a better movie, and you gave us this. And I was just kind of like, oh, y'all dropped the ball again, man. Like, oh. Yeah. But, I mean, I frankly was kind of expecting it. My my honest opinion when it comes to these games that are made, on, made about video games is that I feel like you should take the video game concept and reconfigure the script so that it's not the video game. I think one of the best video game movies – you, you guys probably never even heard of it. It was the Chun-Li movie yeah. uh, based on the Chun-Li yeah. Street Fighter. It didn't get a lot of play. The Legend of Chun-Li. Uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, I mean, was it, I mean it, the chick that played Chun-Li was uh, from... from uh, Kristen Kruick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it killed her career, uh, unfortunately, uh, it, because it didn't get the play. But it was... If you... If you I, I, I will put my name on that movie, like, for real. Like, it is such a good movie. And the reason why I thought it was good is because it did not play into the stereotypical st- Street Fighter. It had some of your Street Fighter characters, but they weren't in their st- typical Street Fighter roles. And I think that that's where Mortal Kombat keeps failing. They keep trying to squeeze the whole Mortal Kombat phenomenon into a movie when it actually deserves independent development from each character in some instances. Not all, but some instances. This was an opportunity to do so. And it looks like they may or may not have failed. I don't know how you feel, uh, uh, Tyrone. You've seen you, you seem to like it a lot, and, and but uh, I don't know if you guys both had the same feel. I think that there were some very good parts of this uh, movie. One of them being the depiction of Goro, like uh, Yaz was talking about. I thought that the way that they made Goro look and the way they made him fight and not invincible was right. pretty was pretty dope. I, I thought that that was really really good. Um, but that and Reptile were my best, were my favorites. I, I I was a little upset that my dear sweet sissy stringer, hey, how you doing, sissy? <laughs> you know, who slid in my DMs uh, a few weeks ago, um, you know, unprompted, unsolicited, uh, you know, for the world, um, was Melina, and we didn't really get to see Melina's true, true powers, nor did we get to see her counterpart, Katana. I thought we was going to see counterpart. I mean, we saw her mouth rip open. Yeah, we saw that. But we didn't see her inhale a body and spit out bones. We didn't see her use her size. We didn't see her morph. We didn't see her roll. We didn't see her do anything, Melina. In fact, dare I say, as sexy 
Yes, I said it. As sexy as Sissy Strong, Sissy Stringer was in that role. She probably had to, yeah, she's on Instagram and she's taking followers. Uh, uh, I mean, not like <laughs> she's accepting oh followers. It's, it's oh not private God. yet. Um, she's not rolling those DMs anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, the uh, I would say she probably, I'm not going to get any love from her for this, but she probably was the least equipped martial arts wise tie um to handle a, a, a really dope fight um which was upsetting uh because you kind of want to see her shine in that realm i thought she but I, but I thought i thought the way that they used her abilities though kind of kind of made that okay because remember she was teleporting a lot yeah, so she, she was. was like she'll 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 be like she'll, she'll she was. yeah she'll go through a portal mm-hmm. and then wind up behind you and you know what I'm saying or wind up you know she jumped you know leapt over and jumped on old uh, on Sonya stabbed you know took the took the knife out licked the knife it was I mean a lot of it was a lot of little things but I just felt like you know I mean when you start bringing up the, these characters Malia uh, Goru all of first of all why do you kill them in the first Mortal Kombat? Like, mm. but that, like that's number one. You you just took characters that you really could have like dove into and killed them in the first. Like this is really the like the first Mortal Kombat all over again. But you literally killed like some of the best some of the best villains in the first episode. Yep. If if you're gonna do a series, you know what I'm saying? Which which I'm assuming they're trying to do. Yeah. Well, I, I can speak to that. Um, I think that there's so many in this realm that we don't necessarily need them all. And and, and right. if anything, if anything uh, can speak to that, it's the fact that some of the villains that you're talking about weren't even in the sequels in some of the games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the games got re- like Kano was in like the first one, mm-hmm. yep. and then he's like, and I think maybe another one later down the line. But then that's it. He's not in all of them. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that they necessarily need to have all of the villains that they had um you know on here just to make it good but i mean I, your point's taken i mean I, I didn't like the fact that kung lao uh is no longer with us exactly. supposedly you know yeah. but so also think, go ahead I go ahead think, sorry I, I didn't mean to cut you off but i think no, the you. reason why that they did that is because there's so many characters like literally yeah. if you look at the games, there's so many characters those characters we have already fallen in love with because of the game right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We already know them. We already know what their abilities. We already know what like their, their depths, what they can do. You know what I'm saying? Like we know those characters. We love those characters. I think that the reason why they did this was because they want us to still connect the new characters that they're gonna bring in with the old mm-hmm. characters. They want us to kind of like, you know, get the vibes like, hey, we started this, what do you guys feel like? So that way when we do the second one, we can improve, but also when we show you these new people, like they did with that Cole character, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not like, who the fuck is this? Why are they important? Like, you know what I'm saying? We're not just right, like, right, oh, right. I don't wanna watch this bullshit cause I don't know who this is, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, their their way of doing that, yes. I mean, they did get rid of Lu, Kung Lao. He was like the most badass on the on you know the good side. But yeah. I, I just feel like they did that because there's way more characters that we have not found significant yet because yeah. we don't know anything about. We don't really care to know them. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they're trying to they're trying to be like Marvel. They're trying to bring like the underdog up to light so y'all can fall in love with him so they can yeah. make more movies that we can enjoy. Yeah. Are are, 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 are we sure that there's 
going to be in another Mortal Kombat movie, or I, I don't, I don't get the feeling that they're about to go down a road. I, I feel like they were I just mean, like, let's just put this out. It might, it, might it might not be immediate. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, you know, it came out in theaters and it came out on IMAX. So I think they're trying to test the waters just to see, like, you know, how how well this is going to work out and what they can do with this and what response us fans have to this movie. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, everything is about growth. The last movie came out in 1995. This 2021 right now, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's just like when the Incredibles came out and we are waiting and waiting and waiting for the second movie. We got 20 years later. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, the Incredibles was a, was a higher quality uh, movie though. I just don't know if, if this movie is going to end up, spawning any sequels like and, and they set it up for one yeah that's cool and everything but like yeah. i just don't know if the if it's going to be if, if the response is going to be such that they're like oh yeah we have to keep making these because you know depending on where streaming is going you know after you know as, as things with the pandemic start cooling off and stuff and people start going back to the theaters like i don't know if this one would have killed at the box office well, that's, you know I mean, well, people, I think people would have waited for this one and just been like, well, I'll see what my friends say. And then maybe I'll go catch it the second weekend or the third right. weekend. And, you know, and then we're all just kind of like, it was OK. It was good. It was fun. You know, Tyrone, Tyling, what a for- what a fortunate thing about that, that 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 you just mentioned, uh, Tyrone, is uh, when the movie theaters do open back up, you will still have HBO Max. You will yep. still have <laughs> Netflix. Oh, you, will still have Disney Plus. you will still have all of these outlets that um can pick up some of these movies uh and make them maybe maybe an hbo max make maybe a netflix original who knows but as long as you have um a a fan base which Mm -hmm. clearly mortal kombat still has a fan base because there was a lot of people that were you know looking forward to this yeah it didn't Mm -hmm. hit all the marks but then again i'm hearing most of y'all say y'all liked it, so which is a total and uh, complete 360 from the 95 version. Right. So, so that in itself is enough for them to maybe pick it up on a, on a, on a, um, a different streaming service or, or even make another movie and go, and go that route uh, simply because they've already, like you said, laid out a storyline for the next movie by, you know, by ending it, you know, showing Johnny Cage. I not that, gonna, yeah, not I that he's the greatest, but I think they're gonna do some Zack some Zack Snyder shit where they did with the Justice League. It's HBO Max, you know what I'm saying? Like they're just putting it out there because we're bored. We need something to watch, you know what I'm saying? But they'll revamp that shit. And when they do, I'm 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 thinking like maybe possibly, hopefully, if someone wakes the fuck up, we'll get some ninja assassin vibes in that shit with the fucking choreography. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's you know that's if if you haven't noticed when Justice League came out, we were like. That's that was the movie, and then, sure enough, like within a couple months, fuck another movie came out. We're like, why couldn't they do that the first time? I feel like they're gonna do that again with with Mortal Kombat. They're just giving us something to just like watch. So what you're saying is we're gonna we're gonna get a Snyder cut of Mortal Kombat, and have a four hour Mortal Kombat happy. movie. Yeah, they, were, they might be like, we weren't happy, you know, like we we see the the you know. The, the love from the fans and we see you know the constant love but like you know exactly what you guys said it wasn't all it was to be it could have been a lot better and like so was justice league the second time you know what i'm saying i mean Tyrone, I, I know you didn't like it but you know <laughs> yeah you're not selling me on this idea no i'm just kidding it, i think it would be a good opportunity honestly i think it would be a good opportunity basically what you said yes and what you were saying bad time like 
They should make it. They should make it a because of so many characters. I think they should make it a TV series. This is a perfect opportunity. You have the streaming services. Mm-hmm. Make it a mini TV series before you go jump into the sequel. I think it's going to have a sequel, but I think the build up to it to get some of the backstories on some of these characters so people can identify and for to grow the fan base. I think they have enough here, and none of the actors that were in it were were A list actors, right? right? So we're looking C, maybe maybe B up and coming. So they're young enough. That they could actually, you know, I don't think they're they're working, you know, that much. That they can actually build the series, and then if they want to do a, a movie and have it released on HBO Max, um, I think that would be the best bet. But I have to agree with Good Todd that if it was released in the theaters, like, and it was the only thing and no streaming service, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have done really well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mainly because um, I don't know if Mortal Kombat on the mainstream. When Mortal Kombat first came out in the nineties. It was a thing. It was like a phenomenon. Like everybody was playing Mortal Kombat, even if you were the biggest kung fu, uh, you know, person. Like you like playing the video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there's so much. Uh, there's so many other games and so many other. You have the Marvel and Disney and all these other different superhero type of movies. Uh, it just really doesn't have a spot for it, you know, as far as mm-hmm. in the box office. But as a TV series. I think Mortal Kombat would be dope. They did actually, didn't they have one years ago on like TNT? I used to watch that back in the day. Really? There was a Mortal, Mortal Kombat? Kombat? Yeah, there was a Mortal Kombat with, with Raiden and everything. There used to be a TV series. Look it up. I'm, I was. promise you there was a TV series. <laughs> Probably Look it there, up. Was, there was actually a lot more Mortal Kombat stuff than just that first movie. Oh, and then like, because there, oh, there were a couple of sequels to that movie. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like Mortal Kombat just never caught on. Mm-hmm as like a as a thing that people just had to have you know and and i just i don't know if this is going to be the movie to do it either like i don't know if you know i, I maybe in 10 years we'll see another reboot or like another attempt at it but i just don't know if this is going to be the thing you know that they use to kind of like lay the foundation for the future of mortal Kombat. like i just i don't get that feeling from this movie oh wow he's right is that called mortal Kombat conquest yes. yeah yeah i see from 1998 yeah. to yes i watched it it was actually really good it was one Whoa. season, but it was good. It was dope. It was good. <laughs> For real? Oh man, wait a minute. Wait a minute. One thing about one thing, one thing about Mortal Kombat and and just uh fighting games in, in general when it came out, when they came out, because I think when Mortal Kombat came out, we were we were dealing with Street Fighter, we had Mortal Kombat, and then we had Tekken. Uh uh, but and one of the one of the things about it was for girls, it was the one game that they would play. Because they could press a whole bunch of buttons and not have to know what the hell they was doing. Baby. You did not <laughs> just say that. You did and not. That, yo, I'm just, That's I'm just saying. Up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe you get yes, but all my sisters, all my sisters, all my cousins that were girls, all their friends, when it came down to it, the only game they would actually play was the fighting games, and it was because they didn't have to know. Like how did all of the all of the configurations? They would just press a whole bunch of buttons, oh and they could God. they could get lucky. They could get lucky and beat your ass. Uh, you know, it was one of those games where you just press a whole bunch of combinations, and you might get lucky. Uh, and 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 I think uh, people, a, a lot of people who grew up in that era, want these video games that they they came up with to be a, a success, even if they aren't. So um, they'll always be a market for them. Uh, it's just unfortunate that we haven't gotten the ones, you know, that we really want to be successful to be successful. So uh, I, I agree with uh, with Good Tie and also um, TJ 
that, you know, on the big screen as a standalone, not. But I think, you know, with the fact that there is a fan base and with the fact that you could put the right directors in place, you could make a series that was was legit and 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 have it on one of these major streaming services and probably go with a longer uh uh backstory because I'm I'm really upset that they that uh Hansu had a little girl and we never fucking found out what happened to her. Like I was thinking right. like when we flash forwarded we was gonna see the the you know the the the, the daughter, yeah. Daughter. Not not oh you're you're three hundred two hundred and something years removed from you know his daughter. We don't even know what happened to her. We don't know her backstory. We didn't see Kung Lao's original um his father Kung Lao, you know his backstory. You know what I'm saying there's a lot of stuff that they could have you know addressed, and I think a series would probably give them that that platform and that opportunity. Well, and I I don't know if. Now, I mean, given the right uh, writers and, and creators and stuff like that, you might be able to get like farm some really good stuff out of there. But I just don't know if there's enough. Like there are a lot of characters in Mortal Kombat, like without a doubt. I don't know if there's enough like uh, lore or, or world building built up because like we have like a lot of pieces and we have like a, enough to justify a game and jumping into this crazy tournament and beating the hell out of each other. I think when they start to actually get into the worlds that they've created and they start to actually kind of start to try to explain things, that's when it starts going off the rails because the explanations are just, you're just like, Ooh, I don't like this. And this is kind of corny. And you know, it's, I don't know, I don't know if this is hitting right. And every, so every time they dig a little deeper in Mortal Kombat, they kind of dig up a new weakness in, in the story and a new, uh, like a new way for it to kind of get weird. And we just want them to just be beating the hell out of each other. I think they need to come away from the story elements of it. They need to come away from trying to build all these ridiculous words and just worlds and, and just make a martial arts tournament show or movie or whatever, and just make it that because that's all it really is. You know, that's when I was talking about leaning in. Yeah. It, like when I was talking about leaning in, like that's what they did with uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. You leaned in, you just made it a movie about two giant monsters fighting and you right. nailed it because of it. You know what I mean? This, they could have done the same thing with Mortal Kombat if they weren't taking so long trying to, you know, pull in story elements that when it comes down to it, don't make any, any sense because there's just not enough there to, to glue it all together mm-hmm. and make it, you know, make it flow, make it feel good. But don't yeah. you think <laughs> that it could flow if the fight, if the fight scenes and the choreography matched the storyline, because like, that's what I was saying. Like, I think one of the, the, one of the key fight scenes yeah. and one of the, one of the most explosive fight scenes were what we saw between Scorpion and Sub-Zero who are true mm. martial artists in real life uh and 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 also the guy who plays Hansu Hansu uh TJ he might be an A-list actor just not over here but he's oh, an yeah. A-list actor yeah. he, he's one of those guys that you see in everything and you don't even sometimes you really don't realize that he's in it until you go back on uh, you know down and, and realize that you know, he was in everything but um just to play on that, like it, you don't think that if they had that whole ninja assassin feel, because remember, ninja ninja assassin, the storyline was kind of stupid with that. Yeah. But the action, the action scene where they slowed down the fight scenes and you got to see yeah. shit, that that is what killed it. You didn't see yeah. any of that yeah. in Mortal Kombat. I didn't right. see any of the slow motion freeze freeze rate. You know. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I didn't see X-ray that. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't see any of it. 
Yeah, and that's what, and, and I, I feel like that's where they missed with this with this yes. movie. They were all just missed opportunities because, you know, even though they they were creating this this really fantastical world, they still wouldn't go far enough right. with the actual uh, action yeah. with the special effects. You know, that you just you gotta you gotta go, you gotta lean in. You know, when when what you have is is fighting, when what you have is you know ridiculous characters and and magic and and mysticism and fighting, you just gotta you just do it, and then just give us enough story. Mm, like yeah. I don't I don't need to know why we're fighting this ridiculous tournament. I just make a fight. <laughs> I panicked when the first when it first, when the movie first started and they are all speaking in uh, Japanese or, or whatever. <laughs> I panicked. I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Oh shit!" Because I, I usually use subtitles. But I'm cool with it while everybody's speaking English because I can just read it. But it was a different language. I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be rough." I don't know what I'm gonna say tomorrow on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, and, and the first like ten minutes of the movie, I thought I thought. Like for that first ten minutes, I was like, okay, I like where this yeah, is going because really? it was just like, yeah. it was just like, yeah, we're we're hanging out and now we're fighting and now we're mad. Like, and I was like, okay, they should just do this the entire oh, time. Movie. Like, oh, bunch of people, yeah, you just I, you're hanging out now. You're fighting somebody. Yeah, exactly. It, it do a classic kung fu movie style. All you need is enough dialogue to get you to the next fight, and then that's it. And and they just they they kind of uh, they they went off the rails a little bit. Uh, a couple things. I think I think we've done two things. I think we've identified that we all like ninja movies more than anything. So so I think that there's some confusion though, because in the world of Mortal Kombat, excuse me, in the world and I do have hiccups. Uh I don't know how I think I, I don't know how I, I ain't got I ain't had hiccups since I don't know how long, but, but whatever, man. We're gonna, we're gonna power through it. Uh I did <laughs> Power through it. It's hiccups. Like you <laughs> like pray for me. Hashtag pray for me, y'all. I tried to step away. And get it. Yeah, it's, it's not working too well. Somebody scare. Somebody scare Vince. Hold on. Let me try to scare Vince. My co by this. Vince, if you have a water bottle, okay. What you need to do is you need to um bend down and hold your nose and try to take a drink with your head upside down. That's how she does it. She says it gets her the pickups oh, wow. immediately. I don't what? think it works because I I always like almost drown myself every time I do that yeah. shit. But That's she's how you get water like, brain. Yeah, she's like, it works. I swear to God. Face the west, touch your, touch, your, touch your nose with your left hand. Pour the water, water bottle back. Lean your head back. You know that's a lot. That's, woo! Now you got to scare. You got to scare the hiccups out of somebody. Yeah. Vince, all the shirts in your closet are extra large now. Oh. <laughs> Hiccups I can't gone. live like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> Whatever, man. Don't, 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 don't <laughs> say you say hold your nose, hold that's your scary. nose, put your head down. <laughs> hold on, let me get a bottle of water real quick, man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I know. I grew up uh, watching uh, Saturday uh, afternoon kung fu flicks, kung fu flicks, uh, all my life, and the, none of like most of those had like terrible storylines. And all you were there for was the fight scenes. Like yep. literally all that's all you were there for was the fight scenes. And it was enough to make you come back each and every week to mm -hmm. see, who, you know, the next Kung Fu flick. And, and that is the part. I know Vince, you were about to make a comment. I think uh, to, to what we were talking about as far as uh, the, the martial arts side of it. But I really believe that if they literally took that, that whole um, path, Mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat, we would be talking about Mortal Kombat in a whole, totally different light. We would put it up there with a it man. You know, you add you add people like a Tony Ja, 
you add people like a, a Don Donnie uh what's his name? What's Donnie, what's Yen. Donnie, Donnie Yen. You add you add a a, a, a Jet Lee or somebody Michael you, White. Huh? Michael Jai White. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. add a Michael Jai White. You add yeah. all of these real big names, a Scott, Scott, whatever his name is. He's he's Scott uh uh Kardashian. No, not Kardashian. <laughs> but anyway, uh so you add these guys because they're going to give you the visual that you need and that, that you know what I'm saying those fight scenes were close they were close quarter fight scenes you did all of these close quarter fight scenes but you took the camera and zoomed in on the close quarter fight scene that that kills the whole the whole uh visual mm -hmm. you got to you got to you got to pan that that camera out you got to let us see the you know the the, the techniques that they're using you got to let us see zoom in on those 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 moments where they're they're making moves that you you you, you get to see in slow motion and it makes more sense Here's and I thing. didn't see a lot of that. Okay, now, perfect. Will, go ahead, go ahead, Jazz. No, no, go ahead. Uh, well, first of all, I will be doing the stand on your head, uh, get rid of your hiccup challenge uh, before we get up out of here. Uh, we'll still <laughs> there. I'm trying to conceal it, but um, but here's the thing, Ty. Yes. Unpopular opinion. I think that the first Mortal Kombat had fairly decent kung fu scenes. I think that the fighting. In the first Mortal Kombat was actually one of the few things that they got right. Yeah. The Sub Zero versus uh, Scorpion scene when they were fighting in hell. Yeah. The Reptile scene. The when, when Reptile first came on the scene. Uh, when Johnny when Johnny uh, Cage uh, first fought Goro and had mm -hmm. the, did the split and did the yeah. nuts. Yeah. So yeah, I think the first Mortal Kombat was actually with when it comes to kung fu and the martial arts, it delivered. I, I think that actually, with the exception of one or two of them, that the overwhelming majority of those actor, actors were actual martial artists, which is why they were unrecognizable, with the exception of Sonya Blade, who I think we also saw in, like, I think she was in, Billy like... Madison. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, she was in <laughs> Billy Madison and, and a couple other, like, like, yeah, some, yeah, she was too. <laughs> I would point out one thing there, though, Vince. Uh, those are, we're, we were in two different eras. The culture now is more uh, superhero, more power based. Everybody's into that. Back then in 90, like, I think the first Mortal Kombat actually came out before 95. So I, I, I think that was like 90. Two or ninety-one, something like that. If I'm correct, I don't know. No, I don't know if it was that. Early. Early. It wasn't the early. game came out around. Yeah, the game did. Yeah, it was ninety-five. Oh, okay, so ninety-five. So, so back in ninety-five, like the the culture as far as where it's at now wasn't in the same place. So that's why I'm saying, like, you could take the same premise and apply it to now, and it would have been more successful now because now not only do you have good kung fu. But you also have great special effects, mm. and and then you did you had you might have had good kung fu, but not so great special effects, and that's that's kind of where I'm just like yo, you gotta you gotta play to your crowd and play to what's going on right now, and we're watching on Netflix and all of the anytime a kung fu something comes on a on a on a on a on a streaming network or something and it's good. You hear people buzzing and talking about it because uh, me and you talked about one, the witch. When we saw it, we were we were like, "Whoa, what?" Like you know, saying that, yeah. that's, one of the, that's one of the better fighting fighting movies. Like once the fighting starts, that you that you will see on screen. Uh, and and that's kind of what I'm saying is if you gave them that to work with, 
and then gave them the script that you you gave them, I wouldn't be so much complaining about the movie. I would be like, yo, those fight scenes was awesome. Yeah. But I didn't get all of that. That's not so what I got. I got, a, I got a question for everybody on the panel. Yeah. So if this movie was more styled in the way of like Kung Fu Hustle, would you guys yeah. have liked it more? Yes. Kung Fu Hustle is one of the best movies ever. Right. Yeah. I, I love that movie. Like, no lie, when I was a kid, my brother used to annoy me with that. But now I have such respect for that movie. I'm like, damn, that movie was fucking gas. Like, damn. Oh Y'all yes. own that movie. That is yeah. like, that is an all-time, like, if, if for, for everybody out there, if you have not seen Kung Fu Hustle, you are doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> yeah. That is it's not just movie. funny. But the fight scenes yeah. are super dope. Yeah. Like oh, <laughs> the old bitch with the cigarette. Oh Yo. my god, she was my favorite, oh my bro. God. Kung Fu Hustle is. You haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle? I gotta see. Gotta see. Got it. That is a homework assignment. Yes, Go it is. You gotta watch Kung Fu Hustle. She's yes. gotta finish Lovecraft Country. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Put it on your pad. Put it on your pad. Make sure you write that down. There will be a pop quiz at the end of class next week. Um, but yeah, Kung Fu Hustle is hands down like one of the most. Classic. Even though it's not even like recent, like I think it's over over ten years. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. Years ago now, well, hold on, it came years. out. Hold on, it came out. Yeah, it's well over ten years. Though. Um, let me Shit, tell you right I now. Would, yeah, that's, that that's came like, out in two thousand and four. So like, yeah, yeah it's, oh it's almost twenty years old. Yeah. Bro, that movie holds up, man. I'm trying to yeah. tell you. And right. you, like, just the best part about it, TJ, no, is that you got a ninety one on Rotten Tomatoes, so it must be good. Okay, it's, it's, so the best part about it's it. amazing. You have to see that shit. It's hilarious. It's got great kung fu. Even this fucking storyline is like hilarious as fuck. Like, it's great. Everything about it. Whoever wrote that shit was great. And like, my question is, you have all these Asian actors, and you're trying to go into like an Asian kind of way. Why wouldn't you use the main character from that movie? Why wouldn't you use? You know what I'm saying? Like, like. Like Sindel could have been the fucking old bitch with the cigarette. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, just throw people in there that we fucking <laughs> love to make this like just just gas. You know yeah, what I mean? I saw, I saw who. Yo, oh, she, you're gonna love her. I'm telling you, have you dying? It's gonna have you dying laughing. It's, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. One of the best parts of comedy about Kung Fu Hustle, if I can. Is that just the word, just the title alone? You have no idea what the hell it's about. Like right. even as we're, we're sitting, there, we're talking about it, and you're still, you're like, I, you know, it's not like great, great warrior dynasty where you're like, you know, there's gonna be like a bunch of people fighting for the, yeah. the you know, the king, the kingdom, and the like. This is like you just have to watch it, bro. <laughs> this ain't no, this ain't no last warrior shit. There's, there is no, there's, there's. Have y'all seen the show back in the day? It's probably it's probably old. Not too many people caught it. It's called it was uh WMAC Masters. I was gonna bring that up. I was like, that'd be you the perfect format. I, I that would be the perfect that. format for Mortal Kombat. It was it was the most ridiculous, the corniest, the I mean it was it was a martial arts show that was that was like yeah. a like scripted, but sort of it was like imagine wrestling like WWE, but like martial arts oh man with a little with so storylines mixed in and just, yeah oh, yeah so funny. it's it's terrible i mean the acting was terrible the stories were ridiculous and it would be absolutely perfect for mortal Kombat because like they would just be hanging out in the gym talking to, like talking about their backstories and he's like here's my backstory and they would do like all these stupid uh you know flashbacks into their lives and then they would just fight each other and then you know somebody would win the and they would put their little symbol on the belt it was 
It was ridiculous. The, check it out on YouTube. You'll spend <laughs> you'll spend twenty minutes just laughing hysterically, and it's and it's awesome. The guy who does that the black dude, the black dude with the dreads. He's yeah, the machine. The first Mortal Kombat movie. He was the guy who uh, uh, Liu Kang beat. It was in his first fight. Yeah. In the <laughs> before he went to the Tyler Perry movie. And was the stripper in, uh, in, uh, in uh, you know, uh, whatever Tyler Perry movie it was. Just think of he was black oh man. My God. Uh, yeah, he was uh, fighting Luke Kane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo. Check that out. Well, I haven't seen the Masters joint. Definitely seen Kung Fu Hustle. But I think one of the, one of the issues we have, and then we'll, we'll probably close with the last topic that that I know Ty, uh, TJ wanted to bring up. Um, one of the things about this Mortal Kombat thing is that. When you look at this uh, list of char characters just from Mortal Kombat 2, all right, not all of them are necessarily martial artists. Mm -hmm. Like when I look at Jax, Baraka, Braden, you know, Shang Tsung, I, I don't think that they were meant to be martial artists, so to speak. Um, so I think that what happens is we get caught up because there's a few things that we want. We we want killer character development and we want good quality fighting scenes, right? But in the fighting scenes, as you, as you see, even in this one with Jax, Jax doesn't, he, first of all, he's got T-Rex arms. So he can't really, like, do, a, he can't really do like a, like a real fight scene, you know, when you're like, you know, <laughs> you got T-Rex. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm useless. <laughs> they don't work. They didn't hit me. They don't even have super strength. <laughs> so there's that. And then there's the fact that um, they're trying. I think I want to just go back to something that I think Phil said earlier. He asked, um, do you think that the video game movies fit because they're trying to cram so much history and lore into a two hour film? And I think that there is something there's a credible uh, a critique there. When you do a video game film, you almost feel like you have to deliver for the video game fans, mm -hmm. right? Um, as opposed to people that are moviegoers. So, so you end up dropping, a, which Marvel again, we're all on, you know, we're we're huge Marvel fans. So Marvel does this spectacularly. They drop the e they give the Easter eggs and the nuggets throughout the scenes for the Marvel fans, but they make the actual movies and the shows. For, for the TV goers and the movie goers. It's not always just tailored to. So yeah, it's cool to hear them say, finish finish him and stuff like that. But what we're saying here is we'd rather see a more Kung Fu Hustle-esque, a Ninja Assassin-esque, <gasps> excuse me, type of uh, uh, fighting scenes uh, as opposed to just having a whole bunch of uh, 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 fights. I can't take myself He's got a logical lag right now. He's Vince's body is lagging. <laughs> my body. Your, your, your connection is perfect. Oh your body is, is lagging like hell. You got to fix that, man. You gotta, yeah, you got to reboot. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even laugh. Uh, um, but, but, what, but, but, so, so here's my, oh, uh, fuck. What's that? Here's my solution. I think that what Marvel did is, is put people on to the slow introduction model, right? We don't need, I mean, and I think that in a way they're, they're kind of doing that here. Like they could have went full Sindel, full Shiva. They could have went full Baraka, 
Excuse me, they could have gone for, for you know, for smoke. I honestly thought that smoke was going to be in it when 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 reptile right, yeah. came out. I thought that that might have been smoke. They could have right. went for Noob Sabot. They could have. I mean, I thought that Johnny. K I thought that the dude that the main character was a low key Johnny Cage. I, yeah. I don't know. I was like, who is this guy? I don't know who this is. Yep. I even. I even looked it up and I was like, I still don't know who this is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what his power was. He got He's just a descendant of Hansu. He's yeah. just the last descendant of Hansu. He was that's there because of nepotism. Power. That's, that's, that's all his power. power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. George Bush Jr. He's <laughs> yeah. Yo, well, I I think that there's something to be learned here. Um, I know that you know my man Vincent was clowning me in the comments for bringing up the Chun Li story. Terrible but, movie. I do think that that Mortal Kombat would be good to first of all have a movie and not not necessarily call it Mortal Kombat. Let it be a Mortal Kombat saga. You know, like this could have been the Hanzu Shengzu, whatever the Hang the Hanzu whatever, uh, 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 the the tale of Hanzu such and such. You right. know, and been more Scorpion centric with right. the Mortal Kombat theme around it, but not just the whole Mortal Kombat. Which makes them want to throw in things to be like the. Uh, I'm have to end this broadcast, man, because I'm not gonna be able to uh, respectably uh, do this. I can't believe I, I went to bed with the hiccups, and I was like, I know I woke up with the hiccups, and they went like away. The like the podcasting. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. <laughs> well, anyway, my point is, uh, Tyleen, I think that. You and I would probably enjoy it more if they did this Avengers style, gave up, gave us a Scorpion movie, gave us a Sonya movie, gave us a Jax movie, and then gave us a Mortal Kombat tournament movie, right? Yeah, I don't necessarily know if I would want a Sonya movie, but uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I do I do think that there would be a lot of room to create your universe. So yeah. I think. If they were to take that route, I think it would be, um, it would be, it would, it would definitely work if they went streaming service. If they went streaming service, you, you, you afford yourself the ability to do that, to build these characters, and then based on fan reactions to these characters, you go forward with a with with say a Scorpion movie, which I think would do really well, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so like. You know, certain characters they they can carry their own weight. The characters that can't carry their own weight, you just add them to the movie of the character. That exactly. So, yes. Yeah. So so that like this idea that that Mortal Kombat couldn't be successful because because I'm hearing a lot of I've heard like change up the whole you know change the name change up the whole idea of it like make it a comedic uh, you know you know like kind of a comedic thing. No, you want to keep it Mortal Mortal Kombat. When we got that game, the thing that separated Mortal Kombat from everything else was you was getting blood. Yes. You was getting exactly. fucking blood. You wasn't yep. getting blood in anything else. Like blood, yep. you was ripping heads off, ripping hearts out of chest. You this was the first real graphic of this is graphic entertainment, not just suitable for kids yeah. type game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't want them to lose their identity, but like let's like let's 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 take 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 a little you know uh pause and 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 slow down and do the, do what's been successful i don't know why everybody is so against marvel's uh formula but look hey man when in rome do as the romans do
Is it is it possible, uh, TJ, that Mortal Kombat isn't doing as well in the theater or on the screen? Not just because it's not completely kung fu oriented, not just because it doesn't have great character development, but because the allure was the fact that there was a vi- a video game with blood in it that made kids really want to play it. And that's no longer the case. That was like 1995, 94. And we was like, oh, shit, there's blood in the game. When we were used to playing stuff like Street Street Fighter, and you know, and, and the most you would do is, is, is electrify somebody or kick them in the face a few times. Or, you know, but now we're looking at a game where you're literally stabbing people in the eye and taking their heart out and taking people's necks off with the spine still attached. And that was then. Now it's 20, 30 years later, and that just ain't really popping mm. no more. No, I, I agree. Like, people, we've been so sensationalized. Look what everything that all these viral videos and, you know, killings and murders. Like, as a, as a society, we've literally been sensationalized to violence. Like, yeah. We, <laughs> Uh, so having blood and stuff in Mortal Kombat is nothing. We got Captain America just did that last week. He just killed somebody. Right. <laughs> we got what? Blood was dripping like he did it. And that was Disney. So, so now right. Mortal Kombat is coming out. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wanda's got powers too. Okay. So we don't care. But back in 1995, we were like, yo, this is yo, this is really dope. You can shoot fireballs out of his hands, and we're like, yeah, but Agatha. So we're now we're really not like, what are they gonna do? Like, you know, maybe they need to just do the formula where they just need to cast some real UFC fighters, put the actual video game graphic with the bar up, and just let them fight for real. And just and just put that on pay per view to say, look, you gonna dress up like Kung Lao, you gonna dress up like this, and we really gonna have the little energy bar go down. <laughs> that's a dope idea. I don't know why nobody has done that yet. Yeah, that's a dope that idea. Is, you know, if you want a business model, that's what you should do. Just have the UFC fighters dress up like these characters and just beat the shit out of each other. I guarantee you, it, it will be on Thriller, just like a fake Jake Paul fight. I think people would pay to see that. <laughs> so we already have George St. Pierre in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's put him in there and see, you know, have him really whoop each other's ass. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do they also, like, get around too? Do they have finishing moves? Uh, do they have to put in coins to start the UFC fighters? Uh, like, how far... There's too many people in this. Too many people in this earth. Imagine, imagine somebody dressed up like Baraka, and you throw somebody like a George Zimmerman in the cage, and you just you want to say, "Oh, okay." You, you, you watch somebody just beat the shit out of him, and then we all just give him like the thumbs down, like finish him. Finish him. Yeah, finish him. Wasn't that about to happen? George Zimmerman was about to fight. Uh, uh like you was gonna fight DMX, wasn't he? Was it DMX? It was somebody like George Zimmerman was gonna fight somebody or something. Like DMX. Yeah, thank God DMX didn't take it. You know, whoa, well, rest is rest. Man, is I think over. whatever, man. I think DMX now could beat up George Zimmerman. <laughs> oh Fuck that dude. As long as you know, if you don't have a gun, if you don't have a gun, he ain't shit. That's <laughs> that's why he ended up where he ended up. Fuck that dude. Yeah, yeah. With the spirit and the power of Trayvon with him, man. That's that's a that's all other subject. Well, ultimately, I mean, all right. Let's say. Let's 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 just kind of review. Let's go around the let's go around the horn. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna start with with the positivity of 
uh, Tyrone uh, Thornhill. Uh, look at him, ladies and gentlemen. He's just smiling. All right, let's say that 10 is the best movie ever. And one is, don't, don't you ever in your life even consider seeing this movie. What do we give our faithful Mortal Kombat fans uh, in way of an actual rating for this movie? I'll, I'll give it a seven. Uh, it was fun. You know what I mean? It was, you know, it has some, has some fun scenes. Kanan was fun to watch. You know, if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, then you'll, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. I give it a seven. Seven. Okay. So we have a seven from Tyrone. Ladies and gentlemen, seven. I'm keeping tap. I'm going to go ahead. We're going to average this out with five people here. Um, TJ out of 10, what are we looking to give Mortal Kombat on a rating scale? Uh, I would actually give it a six. Uh, it was a solid movie. The six tips it over because of the graphics, but it, you know, still with like character development, dialogue, and it wasn't a great. The actors and stuff like the actor wasn't okay. great. But as far as comparing it to 1995, yeah, it's a it's a six. It's a, it's a solid watch, but it's not like I'm never gonna be like on a date at Netflix and chill. <laughs> right, right. Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Let's you know let's do. It. I'm not I'm not gonna do that. It's not it's not gonna get that much play. All right, Tyrone. I mean, Tyleen, what's up, bad Ty? Uh, I'm going to probably give it like a, a five. Uh, and the reason being is because um, uh, why the fuck does Cole not know how to speak <laughs> Japanese or whatever the fuck it is? That his, how the fuck did his 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 uh, uh, distant relative come back and start speaking Japanese to him? And he just nodded. He didn't say shit like I don't. Like, he, like nobody, like he's, he, he's came back talking about get over here. So, you know, some English, but then, <laughs> then you start the rest of that shit is all Japanese and Cole at no point looks like he knows what the fuck you're talking about. He's literally, he's like, he's literally like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he told him, he said, he said, protect my bloodline. And that motherfucker was like, <laughs> all right, y'all ready to go? All right, y'all good, right? Like he, I don't know what the fuck he said, but uh, yeah, we we out of here. Yeah, shit like that. Like I, like I was just, I was gone when they when they when he started speaking the Japanese and Cole just stood there. I was like, this nigga don't know no Japanese, you know that, right? He literally is sitting there like I don't know what the fuck. And that again goes to yo, like why the fuck didn't you just get somebody that you know could speak something? You know, you just got cold looking like, man, look, man, I, my, my mom, my mom is white. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're from San Diego? What do you say? I'm from San Francisco. <laughs> like, I'm from Cleveland, man. You gave it a five for lack of cultural awareness. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> like of, of of I was just like, man, dude, like, whoa, this is just, this is so I'm crazy. Cuban, B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, what you think? Out of 10, 10 being the best, what do you rate Mortal Kombat on screen? What we give it? I'll give it like, we'll say a seven and a half. Because it wasn't trash, Ooh. but it wasn't like amazing, but it was definitely something okay. that I was still like intrigued with. And I was like, okay, you know, I had some good times and, you know, some bad ones. So I'll get about a seven because, you know, the graphics, some of the graphics were pretty dope, like the Sub-Zero shit and Cabal and the fucking um, Reptile. I'll, I'll give it a seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half from Yaz. Okay. So if we take the, the seven and a half plus the seven... Plus the six. I, know, I fucked you up with the half. Carry the one. I will. Yeah, I'll carry the one. 
I will also say that I I agree that about a six and a half seven is where I am. It's not it's not terrible, but it's not so good that you run out and get the box DVD set. Right. Let's just say like <laughs> all right. So it's better that, than Kong. But no, it's not. No, no, no. Actually, I said I it. Yeah, I said it. Uh, and the, <laughs> and the, world, the world is in the with you, TJ. The world. Right now, Kong is the number one movie in the world, by the way. By the way, just so you know. Well, I, yeah, I, know, I know my truth. I know my so truth. That's a little. You're gonna have to go review this whole show and just see what right? else he's wrong about. Just because I don't, I don't know if I, I'm messing with you, TJ. Now, you, know I mean, I like? you know what I like is that 20 years from now we're gonna be like, man, that 2021 Mortal <laughs> Kombat was bad. Right? And then you have to come out the screen and smack you because that's gonna be the new graphic when it yeah, just come out. Yeah. Well, I do think the Godzilla was definitely better than the Mortal Kombat, um, but. I do I think agree. Mortal Kombat does. I think about a six point five, which is what the average is amongst all of us. I think that I think that's fair. That's I fair. think that's the fair rating. So you heard it heard it here first. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, uh, we're at about six point five from the new Blurred Order scale. Uh, if you're gonna watch it and haven't seen it, we've already spoiled it. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, go ahead, feel free, check it out. <clears throat> now, before we before we get up out of here, man, real quick, TJ, I wanted to get your uh, exclusive thoughts. On some new news, news that came came out this week. Uh, as of now, there are thousands of Black Panther fans petitioning to be to uh, to continue the story of one T'Challa. All right. Now, mm-hmm. me personally, uh, well, let's just read it as it says. Thousands of Black Panther fans are petitioning Marvel to recast Chadwick Boseman's King T'Challa in the upcoming Black Panther sequel. The petition, which has been posted on Change.org. <laughs> excuse me, has more than 22,000 of the 25,000 signatures the petition is asking for. Now, not that that means anything, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not like the, there's legislation on the table that's looking to be pushed <laughs> through that's going to bring T'Challa back to life. So that's the whole that's the whole bullshit notion in itself. However, there is the notion of, well, what direction should we go when it comes to Black Panther? Should Black Panther be recast? Should we act like T'Challa never died and just, I mean, like Chadwick never died and simply put somebody else um, in his place. I mean, put some somebody else in his place. Uh, should we do the CGI thing with, with the, some of the scenes that we have from Black Panther bef- before? I mean, what do you think is the route that they should go? Now, we've already discussed this a little bit, full disclosure, mm-hmm. but I really want, wanted to hear the Soapbox's take on it. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Soapbox himself. What's going on, man? What do you think? Well, uh, I just know that Disney is not like this, looking at the 22,000 signatures, like, oh, my goodness, they're getting closer. (laughs) (laughs) Disney's not getting nervous off of 25,000 signatures. Um, For me, look, uh, for someone who, you know, raised money and took uh, almost, almost, what is it, almost 400 400 people to the movie theaters, kids, uh, whether it's single mothers and kids in the community, our community, uh, to the theater to watch Black Panther, um, the story of like it means that much more to see that black man or representation of that black man as a superhero meant a lot. It meant a lot to me. It also meant a lot to the people and the young folks that actually saw it for the first time that were introduced to the Black Panther uh, character. Now I get it. A lot of people are like no, just give it a series. Yeah, 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 great. 
But with the acquisition that Marvel has and they're trying to integrate the X-Men, I don't want to lose the Black Panther and Storm storyline. Where you see Whoa. what? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to lose I don't want to lose that storyline. And so I only even if they introduce it and they do something, I think we only need Black Panther for like one more movie. Even if after that movie they wanted to go the Surrey route, they could possibly do that in this in this next film. But to do away with the character of T'Challa, I think it's pretty excessive. Chadwick Boseman is an, is an incredible actor. Uh, you know, he gave his life to entertaining folks and, and you know, sacrifice so much. Um, but I kind of blame us as a culture because every time we saw him, it wasn't, you know, we didn't say, oh, look, that's James Brown. Or, oh, look, that's the guy who played Jackie Robinson. We kept having him do the Wakanda forever. And he kind of was like, all right. All right. <laughs> like rolling his eyes, like, you know, it's just a character. Like, I'm more. And he actually even said that, like, hey, I'm more than th that role. So I think he would be okay. He would be fine. If you asked him, if he was a God rest his soul, he would be fine with it being recast in his, in his absence. Also, like, they've recast other superheroes. Like, Heath Ledger died, got an Oscar. It was, it was tragic. Like, a lot of people were sad about it. We still got a movie. We still got an adaptation of uh, what's his name? Joaquin for the Joker. So, and then we have Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves was Superman. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And then he died. But we still have other Superman. So this, I don't. The precedent where if you play one character and all of a sudden that character dies, I mean, I mean that actor dies, that all of a sudden the character mm -hmm. of itself. We can no longer ever have Black Panther in a movie ever again. I think that's I think that's a bit excessive. I get it that we want to do tributes. We can do a memorandum. We could give him an Oscar for some of his other roles. But it's really excessive to take that bit of what it's bigger than Chadwick Boseman because now it's a part of history. It's a part of culture. And so when we're talking about history and we're talking about culture, you want to make sure that it's passed down for generations onto generations to generations where our children's children and we, we're not popping in the old uh, Marvel movie of right. Black Panther because 20 years from now, just like how we're looking at the old uh, Mortal Kombat, 20 years from now, we're going to be like, oh, this Black Panther movie was trash. They're not wow. going to have appreciation. Yeah, they're not going to have an appreciation for the a Black Panther movie like we did when during this time period. So uh, to say that there should never, ever be another Black Panther uh, and it, uh, or T'Challa, and it should nobody should ever play it again where we just retire it like it's a lifetime achievement award. I don't think Chadwick Boseman would want that, and I don't think it's good for the culture. So let's honor the man, his work, but let's keep it moving, recast him. I like John David Washington, Denzel Washington's son, to yes. play to play um, uh, T'Challa, even if it's for one one other movie. But uh, I think we should just keep this thing going, and then we can give it a series. But to have a prominent black character who is a king depicted on screen, I think, especially during these times right now with so much injustice, whatever, however way people really identify with that character, I think it would be, um, we'd be doing our, the culture a disservice if we never played it again. Let's do a tribute and and let's keep it moving. Let's keep it pushing. Ty, you jumping out the screen, man. What's Yo, up? I'm jumping out the screen. I love you, TJ, man, but I can't, I can't even take it no more, man. Listen, <laughs> I, look, I, yeah. Everything you were saying was so contradictive. Like you were literally, you literally was at one point saying you were literally, you were literally at one point saying 
you know, this, this, this like he he's he's done so much. He's done this for the culture. Like, you know, uh, it, it's a shame that he died, but let's move on. Yo, you can't respect a person's death and then say, but after it, you can't. Because no, literally no. everything you say, everything you said prior to that, but is nullified. And you know that's what but does. We, we got it. After, gotta after you, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let me finish all this because because uh, I got a lot to unwrap because you said a lot. Okay. Uh, okay. But but like at, at the end of the day, you compared Heath Ledger, Christopher Reeves. You've compared their deaths. Heath Ledger died of a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Christopher Reeves died from 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 complications from riding on a horse. This mm-hmm. dude died from cancer. And this is something that that he probably took years off of his life by playing the part of Black Panther. The part, the the role of Black Panther was so significant because prior to Black Panther, we didn't have a, a black superhero that we could really call our own. All of the black superheroes we had prior to Black Panther were jokes. And so when we got um uh uh Black Panther. And the Chadwick uh, Boseman uh, version of Black Panther, what he did was he put us in a position to finally, and and like you talking about years and years of being a comic book fan and not having anybody that we could really, really look up to as a visual except in the comic book realm. So when you got this on a a scale of of being on, on, uh, on screen, it was a totally different feel. This felt like we made it. For once, like we all felt that. That's why so many people united on this film. Now, the 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 effort as far as an actor that he put into the role. What we when we see the film, we know he 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 did an outstanding job. Uh, the 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 story of his life and how he lived his life by not telling anybody that he was sick, going to work every day, putting forth one hundred and fifty percent. Uh, when when he didn't have the energy, but still uh, appearing as though he does, and everybody's you know totally oblivious to the fact that he's sick. That again shows the power of us as 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 African American individuals. He wasn't the Black Panther in the sense that he represented Black people. He represented African people and what we as so called Black people uh, uh, what want to uh, 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 progressively get to. And that's that like that we have that the, the ability by seeing a movie like Black, uh, Black Panther to know that we're strong, we're intelligent, we're you know what I'm saying we're, we're, we, we have we're, we're wise, we have all of these different uh, characteristics that we've been told for so long that we don't. And so when a, a movie like Black Panther is different from any other type of, of, of movie, no no Batman, no no Superman because none of that is none of that is is relatable for me. Like for me and and you, we relate to this character because this is a direct representation of us. Nobody is ever saying that the Black Panther uh, character can't continue to live on. But T'Challa, T'Challa, everybody agrees that he was the the, the trendsetter and the reason why Black Panther was successful. And I, I personally am offended by so many people out here taking their personal with they, their personal uh, 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 reasons why they want the, the thing to go and, and totally, uh, in a way, to me, um, negating the fact that this man gave his life and then comparing it to other situations that have absolutely
absolutely nothing to do or or even close to this situation. Those comparisons that they just they they're unfounded. I just can't I can't believe that anybody would make that comparison. I heard somebody I, I think it was you too uh, and somebody else having a conversation making the comparison against the uh, the guy who was um, on uh, Spartacus. And again, it was the same no, thing. That wasn't me. He didn't, he didn't, yeah, he didn't. He didn't continue to work until he died. That dude got sick and let them people know he got sick and he stopped working. Like I'm, I'm, I'm you know, and and I, and uh, again, I I applaud him for what he gave us before he died. But this right here, like for me, I'm like, dude, like when I when I still get choked up when I see posts of Chadwick Boseman without his his helmet on as uh, uh, Black Panther, just like I get choked up about uh, Kobe because to our culture, these are iconic figures, legendary. You know what they did to Kobe, to honor Kobe? They retired both of his numbers. So nobody else can ever play, uh, play with those numbers. That is a celebration of what you did for us. And also uh, 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 to let you know that nobody else is ever going to be able to do it like you. And I think that's what Marvel and that's what the producers and that's why they were so staunch about not uh, recasting this character because they know what that man gave for, for this, this uh, character. My, 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 my rebuttal. If, if, if I may please see and and this is so fitting because I know you guys are doing the Star Wars show only only a Sith deals in absolutes right we get I think the lines are blurred right of the lines are blurred because when you're when you're giving your your and it was great I appreciate everything you said right there's some truth to it but you're blurring the lines of the character and the man. Right. So the man of itself, right? The man of itself, Chadwick Boseman, who also acted in other movies after Black Panther of it of itself, right? The man of itself deserves to be honored. And when he's being honored, right, just like how you said the retirement of Kobe's jersey, but they retired Kobe's jerseys before he had his tragic death. And they, they got Kobe got his rosy, got his flowers then. And then even after post Kobe's Brian's death, he was honored and stuff like that. But they didn't say, well, because Kobe died, that we're no one, we're, we're just going to do away with the whole entire LA Laker franchise and the history of the LA Lakers. So you're, 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 the comparison is, 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 is not a, uh, there's not an equivalent comparison. When you go to Chadwick Bozeman with his contemporaries, they are honoring him. But the character, I'm talking about the character, right? The mm -hmm. character of, of, of T'Challa, that needs to go on. Just like the L.A. Lakers, right, have LeBron James, who's the guy right now, the L.A. Lakers franchise and the history of the Lakers, that still lives on with championships. And guess what? When they won a championship, they then honored Kobe. They honored him with the Mamba jerseys. They honored, you can honor people without trying to, erase or to stop history for the for the culture now but that's not what they're doing CJ. let me, wait, let me but when we talk about when we talk about the uh when we talk about chadwick chadwick Bowman, i don't think it, it all comes around full circle denzel washington and this is why i said specifically john david washington denzel washington was the one who paid for for um for Chadwick Boseman to go uh, to, for his acting classes when he was a student at Howard University, HBCU, right? So, and also with the Felicia Rashad as well, they all helped out. 
So for Chadwick Boseman now, in this iconic role, to pass it down like the lineage, right? The whole movie is about ancestry and passing it down and doing it and making it your own. That was the antithesis of what Black Panther is. So yeah. for him to pass down this culture I iconic piece to the man who paid for his classes, son, in John David Washington, that's why I think he is the only person that would be appropriate to take the mantle of the character of T'Challa moving forward in the movie. That's the reason. So it all turns around. Not only that, when we're talking about business-wise, PR-wise, right? PR-wise, I think people would be able to stomach that more to say, you know what? It all comes around full circle where Denzel Washington gave to him to Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Boseman gives to Denzel Washington's son. And that's really what we want in black culture, in black society. We want to each one teach one that takes a village. And I'm telling you, if Chadwick Boseman, God rest his soul, right? If he was alive today, right? And he knew his, or, 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 and you asked him, I guarantee you as humble as this guy was, he would tell you, I would not want this character or this franchise to end with me. Trust me, I don't want the only depiction of a strong black man to be Black Falcon. I don't want that. Who like I don't want it to just be be him. I'd rather have Isaiah Bradley back there. We want to have T'Challa and that sir. Are we really like we were gonna do away with the character of T'Challa and get and and miss the opportunity to have a black love story of not only a black uh king but also a black love story in Storm, who is another iconic black woman who is a superhero to be depicted on screen for them to see that black love story. I'm not talking about Lupita Nyong'o who turns into Malice and ends up going with um, Kilmar. Anyway, I'm talking about seeing Storm and, and T'Challa and having that wedding depicted in Wakanda and talking about the, the unification of black love in Africa, we cannot, it's too important of a story. That storyline alone. That's why I said, if, if something happens to him afterwards, uh, the character T'Challa, and they move on from it, that's fine. And, and they move on. And that's say, it, but then that wouldn't be, TJ, because then everything you're just saying, like, because you just talked about the character. I just sat here and talked, heard you talk about the character. Uh, the mantle of Black Panther is what we should be talking about, because the mantle is going to continue to go on, because you kind of feel as though, as though just because they're not you know, but in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's not, it's not its time. It's not its time for T'Challa to to up in to up in. like how I, I'm interested to be honest with Ryan Coogler. I'm interested to what how they're gonna do it because I don't like I didn't even like how and I just found out in Fast Nine, Brian is still alive in the franchise. They yeah. didn't kill they didn't even kill him off in fact in Fast Nine. So I'm interested to see my in my opinion, and there's people that have disagreed, but there's a lot of people who understand the significance and want to see it continue to be depicted that would love to uh have it be uh continued on. So it's really to each to each his own, but I don't think it's an absolute where it's like universal. It definitely maybe people need time because time heals all time heals all wounds. And trust me, I know I just lost somebody real close to me mm -hmm. yesterday, right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That was a serviceman. Like I I I I get that, but you you honor them by by the way you live and you honor them by what they actually represented. And what he represented was giving opportunities for other having that character of Black Panther gave opportunities to more African Americans. Anthony Mackey, Anthony Mackey just talked about how 
um, and pointed out the fact that why is it that when they did the Black Panther movie, it was an all black staff. Right. They were able to find black producers, black uh, black showrunners and stuff. However, on the main stage of the Marvel movies, there was lacking in black. Producers. Like, so what is it? Are you saying are we just good enough when it's a black movie or are we good enough for the entire universe? We can't lose that character or that um, or that um, sim symbolism, which I'm not really big on. Saying, but in this case, yes, that symbolism with our children and the next generation. Right. We got too many symbols out here of depicting a black man that aren't really positive. We got twerking on Satan. So we need a black Panther and T'Challa as a king out here fighting uh, and talking about the uh, which one? I think we're on Melanin Expresso now. Uh, we're, but yeah, but, man, that's what I had to say. But yeah, go, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. But TJ, I just want to say, like, you keep like. It, the, the the mantle of Black Panther, like mm -hmm. T'Chaka was doing the same type of work that T'Challa was would be doing before T'Challa was doing. So because T'Chaka was at uh, the United Nations uh, uh, meetings mm -hmm. and trying to uh, 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 now kind of bring Wakanda into the fray before he got killed. So the idea that uh, T'Challa is the only one that can, you know, uh, represent, you know, uh, our culture the right way. No, it's the mantle of Black Panther and what that yeah. represents. And I think if you look back, if we if we move forward fifteen years and we look back, and and Black the Black Panther, which uh, broke all kind of records and did stuff mm -hmm. that has never been done, we we make that a classic. Then mm -hmm. we we then give our our our, our children. The ability to go back and use that as re a source material reference, and then they see this individual uh, play this part, and then you can give the backstory like, "Yo, this guy, yo, this guy played. Th this is our first real uh, black superhero, and he represented us to the best, and he gave his life for it. And 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 that's why you know there'll never be another person out there that represented this character like this." Well, let me ask. Let me. Can I ask you a question? And I. And I, I just, Absolutely. Let, let me ask you a question. So I, I think with me, the problem in this argument that I have as far as the the conversation with Chadwick Boseman T'Challa, yeah, is the one is one word. What's that? Never. I don't like the word never. Will never have because I I don't think that's an absolute. I don't because we don't know what's going to happen years from now. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, right? Yeah. And that's really what I have. I don't. Yeah. If they said right now or at this moment, I would be like, okay, you got to give people some time. We, we get it, whatever. You know, I understand. But to say never, that's why I have to pump the brakes like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me ask you this. If, and Lord forbid, I don't want to have this happen, knock on wood. If Denzel, if not Denzel Washington, if Wesley Snipes had passed away in the same fashion, are we all comfortable to say we should never have another Blade movie? I know you're excited about the new Blade movie. Right. Uh, so I'm, we, I'm, I'm we, excited. So, I'm, I'm time, excited. Every, so the, but the precedent that we're sending, right? right? But the precedent that we're sending out is saying if an actor, right? If an actor play, if an actor plays a character, whether it's a, 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 a let's say let's just stick with comic book, a comic book character, right? Like a, a, a whether it's a Batman or or whatever or whatever uh, um, character, right? Right. 
should and they happen to die for a circumstance, whether it's cancer, whether it's COVID, whether it's whatever it is, whatever sickness or illness that we don't want to happen to any of our loved ones, are we setting the precedent that that character can no longer um, can no longer be portrayed on film? I think that's a bit. I think that's a bit much, and that's and just I, where my stance is. And I, but I think I think in that in that in that argument, you're dumbing down the whole significance of what what uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman's uh, character T'Challa and the Black Panther meant to us because we hadn't had anything prior to that. Like if if you were just talking about in general. Uh, and and we had a whole bunch of different actors. Yeah, I get where you're coming from with the precedent, but this is not that. This is this was this is the the like before you know Marvel decided to tweet. before 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 y'all are crazy before before uh uh Marvel decided decided to cheat. This Black Panther movie broke all the records. It broke all the records. It was the number one selling movie and all of that in the history of of movies, and that. In, in itself sets a new precedent for everything. So when you have that as being the new precedent and also a, a, a shift in the dynamic of movie making for our culture, that like right there makes it significantly special. Like you put that in its own box. Like one of the things I keep hearing everybody talk about is losing the storyline. Yo, do you know how many Marvel comic book storylines are not going to get movies and y'all ain't out here tripping about it? So the idea that we're sitting over here like, oh, well, the storm, the storm, the storm uh, storyline is going to get lost. Oh, oh, we're going to miss out. We we didn't have that before. We had it in the comic book, but nobody was over here like clamoring for it until we got Black Panther. So, until we got Black Panther, nobody was clamoring yeah. for it. So that's what I'm saying. The idea... The idea that we we we're gonna lose storylines when we're not when there's movies that um, of plenty of comics that we're not writing about and this man died for it and we're gonna sit there and use that as an excuse to make another uh, uh, uh to recast another T'Challa that's where I have a problem because if, if it was another if if it was Blade or anybody else you know what I mean like if if go ahead when 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 Storm marries Siri. In the in Black Panther, <laughs> we will revisit this conversation, as, and, and we will see what happens then. Because you know it's coming. Hey, inclusivity, inclusivity. So okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. Hold on. Let me. First of all, let me just make sure. Look, I know, I love. We all love Chadwick. All right, and nobody's doubting. That he put his, I mean, he put the last little pieces of his life force into his work. But I do think that there's a difference between dying for something and dying while doing something. And you know, <laughs> kind of the way you're describing Chadwick is like, you know, you know, like he died for the part of Shachala. And nah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the fact that he kept it to himself and didn't say a word and and, and went to work every day. He did the same thing. He did, he did the same thing for. The uh the the movie with uh the was it the five the five uh five heartbeats the, yeah. the five heartbeats five blood the yeah. five blood five, five blood, blood. You're right you're right but did, was, was, was that the first was that the first old 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 singing movie that was made that's what I'm saying like this black man he died for those I movies that you're speaking in the way that you're speaking about it like okay. he laid down his life 
for the five bloods the same way that but he knew he knew that he knew the weight he was carrying with t'challa he knew the weight he was carrying with black panther one of his interviews he broke down started crying because he was talking about how there was some young kids that could not wait for the movie to the point where they were on death death's door and they were like trying to hold on just so that they could watch the black right. panther movie so the weight of his character in itself is indeed that grandiose however i believe that what tj saying is right I think that he does have a huge impact on the role, but the role still exists without him, unfortunately. And for us to say, look, now that to Chad, now Chad's got to Chad. <laughs> uh, now that to Chad, uh, now that Chadwick Boseman has unfortunately left us sooner than we'd like him to, then we have to retire his the character that he played. I think it's a little bit short-sighted, especially when you do speak about the potential to bring in somebody like TJ said of the note of a John David Washington, who I think the way CJ described it, which if you recall was the way that I described it, similar uh, when we first talked about this, is that this would make sense because of the off the camera uh, movement of Denzel playing a role in T'Challa's, uh, in, in Chadwick's uh, actor development, uh, uh, of uh, Chadwick being an HBCU grad who passes the mantle of his one and only who is crowned achievement to the son of the most notorious black actor that we had. That's keeping it in the family. If it has to be done, it has to be done. I don't want, look, last time we talked about this, I had the clips of Storm and T'Challa, you know, kissing and all that. I want to see that fucking storyline too. So, I mean, yeah, that there's a whole bunch of other stuff, but yo, there is a whole host of story left in T'Challa. Yeah. And what these folks that have this potential that are signing this potential are saying, they're not saying, look, fuck Chadwick Bozeman. You know, he didn't do shit. They're saying, yo, look, he did this thing and we hate that he's gone, but we still like T'Challa. T'Challa was dope even before T Chadwick came into T Chadwick made him even doper. So mm -hmm. don't throw the baby out with the bath with the bathwater. We're sorry that Chadwick's gone. Let's give him a good send-off. Let's revise the script. Let's think about who we're casting and let's do it smart. Let's not do it like some people are saying in casting people that I don't think faintly fit the part, like this gentleman right here, Ray John Page. You know what's gonna happen, Vince? Go ahead. You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna end up casting Sebastian, uh, the dude who plays Winter Soldier. He's gonna be the new T'Challa because he's right apparently in every movie, every movie, black women just giving giving the Winter Soldier googly eyes. Surrey did it in the end credit scene. That is niggas playing. This guy's playing with the kids, talking, you know, being a father figure to uh, his, uh, sister's kids. His nephew. I don't want to see that crap. He's coming to cookout. He's coming to cookout. Yeah, he's coming to cookout, yeah. and he's, he's lifting shit, and he's sleeping on the couch. And they put something in that arm. They put something in that arm. He's he's a totally different person now. Yeah, they got that Wakanda arm is hitting different. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Nah, nah, man. Nah, I don't want to see that. Nobody want. We don't want to see that. Every time it's googly eyes, everybody just. Nah, so, yo, so, you, so you saying Bucky gonna like smash Suri and be king of of yeah, the country? We got Bert. I was look when I took everybody. I took it was a bunch of black folk when I took them all to that movie. And I saw the end credit scene. I had him watch the end credit scene. And I saw Suri. I and my thought, I thought she was about to kiss this dude. How how intimate, like that's how they yeah. looked in that scene. Yeah. When he came out as the white wolf. That's true. And I was like, no. And then seeing the Falcon move, the 
Falcon Winter Soldier series. I'm like, dude has been in Wakanda, but he got a little bit of that jungle fever. Oh, a little bit. Uh, shoot, Did you man. see him smiling at Sarah? Let's be serious. Yeah, yeah, yo, this dude had his arm up like this, holding children, spitting game to a sister <laughs> in the series. And did you see how she was looking at him though? Like, I'm gonna like, marry this man. So would the sequel are, to that would the sequel to that be the Beige Panther? And it would just be about their kids. <laughs> and, uh, and if if so, who who plays the Beige Panther? And can I nominate myself? I mean, you know, oh, it's gonna I be see a future in this. It's, it's gonna, gonna be Michael. Michael Keaton. Keaton. <laughs> Michael Ely is gonna be the we're gonna be the, the light skin the uh black skin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we could definitely do off-white uh panther uh, if necessary, man. Yes, this is eggshell panther. Uh, uh look, hey, I, I don't want anybody saying TJ's thing because as y'all just roasted me for the Sonya thing, it ain't about interracial relationship. It's just I don't want like come on now. Little Nas <laughs> Can we have something that us that's our own? That's all I'm saying. Can we keep? Can we have? I mean, can we keep? Can we keep Wakanda? Can we have Wakanda? Like, listen, bro. Wakanda is gonna have its own Disney Plus series without any of the royalty. You know what I'm saying? Wakanda is its character in itself. We've already developed that, and Disney nobody. It, it, it should be. They should have just like they have the Galaxy's Edge attraction at Star Wars mm. or at Disney. There should be a Wakandan attraction. I would prefer to see it, uh, you know, at a black-owned establishment. Uh, shout out to the uh, to the Bronze Kingdom coming soon. Comedy. Uh, we're gonna we gonna mention that later. But uh, for right now, um, I don't think that we need to worry about the preservation of the Wakandan culture itself mm. and how it's depicted on screen. And we just saw that. In the black, in a, in excuse me, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, in them still keeping the whole, uh, 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 uh the, the 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 allure of the 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 Wakandans around, still them being on top of the totem pole when it comes to their fighting tactics, even though they don't have super serum. So it's not a matter of whether or not Wakanda is going to be around. It's a matter of whether or not we want to continue the storyline of T'Challa with Chadwick being gone. Do we say no longer is there T'Challa? Let's make up something, or do we do what they have unfortunately done in the past, which I think is the point that TJ was trying to make. He wasn't trying to compare the lives mm-hmm. of <laughs> when you brought up. He, you know, <laughs> I thought I, was, I thought I was a little low. You know, what I'm saying? Like, nah, you know, nah, because you, you're using that as an example, if you're using that as an example, then that is you know what I mean. Come on now, there's, there's a little more. I mean, I feel what you're saying, but uh, the point is T'Challa is a character. All right, played by a great actor. All right, T'Challa can be continue can continue as a character, played by another great actor. Will we like it? No. But in this instance, the character this is a rare instance where the character's uh, notoriety was met and almost surpassed by the actor's notoriety. So now all we have to do is keep that balance, and I think that we should be able to move forward. And I frankly, and I've been saying this. I frankly agree 100% with TJ where he says that our guy should be John David. Anybody with the name, what last name, Washington, would be the one of the few. And I say that he'd be one of the few to pay the proper respects. I could already see him doing the press junkets, saying, like, look, I didn't want to do this. I would, you know, I, I nobody wanted Chadwick to, like, you could see him and then Denzel with him. And how cool would it be to, for Denzel to possibly even be in a Black Panther? movie because that's that's something that I could consider too like so unfortunately I do think that the character T'Challa has to continue does it have to be in Black Panther 2 
Absolutely not. In Black Panther 2, I think that we see Black Panther T'Challa take us, go to the background. We see some of the other characters maybe come to the forefront, some of which may include Killmonger himself as well. And then I think we'll actually see the redevelopment of the Black Panther as a different character. Now, I think that that would have been dope to be done through uh, through the uh, through through uh, a story in which Storm and T'Challa met before he became the king when T'Chaka was still around. And but, that, and I just want to be clear, I have absolutely no problem with that. That's the that like that what y'all are saying as far as the T'Challa character. What I have a problem with is casting another T'Challa as the Black Panther. That's what I had. Like if you want to if you want to bring back the T'Challa storyline and have that whole that 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 because you just said if they have if if they bring back T'Challa and just have the relationship prior to the NBA becoming the Black Panther, then I have no problems with that. What I have like like what I'm saying is I think as a classic, just as a classic in itself, one of those things that we have because we have like coming to America, we have classics. You know, as a culture, we have classics. I think Black Panther is on that list at probably at the top of of our classics. Uh, you know, just because of what it represented, what what it the, the, it was the first of its kind, and the 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 type of uh, of publicity that it got because it was the the the, the mo- you know the the biggest selling movie in, in the history of movies. So uh, so I think all of those things in one to me just kind of I'm, I'm just kind of like put it in a put it in its glass case and just you know leave it there. And close. Last, last thing I'm gonna say is when Loki when the Loki series happens. And Loki fucks up the timeline. And the end credit scene is Sharon Carter calling Siri and making sure that they can set up a play date together. When she takes the mantle of Black Panther, then we all gonna revisit this and say, you know what? It's already happened. We're not gonna crowbar some shit in. It's already happened. So, uh, Yo, we know for sure that you know, Siri is gonna be the Black Panther. We're gonna get, we're gonna get we real progressive in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're already having a, a I think I read what, the first. The first uh, trans um, character is going to be in, Pix- in a Pixar movie soon, so it's it's going to happen. Look, all right, uh, we ain't we look. We we'll have to leave it there, man, because uh, mm-hmm. we'll be here all day uh, with the first uh, trans panther uh, coming pretty soon. <laughs> oh, no, uh, I'm, that. I'm sure that that's that's something that's on the on the uh, do that. Max. Um, but yeah, we've learned a lot today. I mean, we we've learned uh, very much. We've learned Yaz is very scary, obviously. Uh, you know, and I don't know what that's for. Uh, we learned that TJ likes uh, a white woman. Uh, and that's uh, <laughs> I want to get somebody to screenshot this real quick. Screenshot that right quick. Let's put that on. The, let's put that on the cover of Black Enterprise. We learned that, uh, that, that Talim is anti-new T'Challa. All right, and uh, and that Ty- Tyrone is is uh, applying for a position of, of beige panther, mm-hmm. uh, I suppose. And uh, yeah, man, that's all. Uh, that's all pretty fancy. I don't, What's up, TJ? No, I do have. I just do have an announcement, just so everybody knows. Um, we heard. We heard already, bro. We heard. You like? We we heard. We, heard. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got the. We got the memo. No, no, my, no, my, no. First of all, my announcement is that uh, this week I was given my new blurred order top fan badge. So hey! don't talk to me any type of way because I take things really seriously. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I actually put it on my Tinder profile. So <laughs> that's, that's announcement number one. Oh, and, 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 and announcement number two, uh, definitely got to show a lot of love to you guys. Thank y'all for having me on the podcast. But I will be there May the 6th. It's confirmed. Oh, I will be yeah, there. Yeah. I will actually be there about, to meet y'all. I made it work. It made it work out. Yes. Everything is great. So it's I will be, be there. Rough. I'm only going in for one day. So I'm there and I'm driving right back. So uh, I'm going there specifically so I could check y'all out. So make sure y'all come out and see, see this podcast, man. show love, and uh, look forward to it, man. Yo, oh, we breaking all kind of news today, man. Look at that. TJ's going to stop through, man. Maybe even say a word or two. Oh, I don't know, man. But that's a big deal, man, because I know TJ don't come out for just anything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, nah, so that's dope. really appreciate you, man. Thank I mean, you, shit. It, look at that, man. Look at Tyrone, man. You just jumped on the bandwagon, too. Tyrone's coming, too. Just so y'all know, Tyrone had to think long and hard about it. That was the tipper. That was the tipper. I was like, Vince, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. But when I said Tyrone was going to be there, I was like, I got to be. Like, Let's make it happen. Let's figure yeah. this shit out. You're going to have know. to. Is, is the Orlando Convention Center open? Because that's going to happen to a lot of people. So y'all going to have to. It's going to have to change. We're going to need about 4,000 seats. You might, you might be right. Lisa, man. Lisa, you did have the top badge fan for a while. Um, don't get it twisted. You you are definitely the person holding that title. Um, when I look on my stats and stuff like that, you know, for our page and stuff, you've you've actually held that title for a while because you're so consistent. Oh, so with the title. And, like, so um, yes, if there's... Well, there's there's different categories that you can um, have actually on on um, Facebook and different tiers, like you know, for your fans and stuff like that. And um, definitely, I have I have a, a little list of of top fans and loyal fans. So don't worry, when we hit two thousand followers, I will start um, gifting those those awesome patrons and uh, making sure that you guys have some new Blurred Order merchandise just for uh, you know sticking with Listen, us for being loyal. You know, for all you draw all the peasants who aren't top fans of this <laughs> okay. Please, when I my comments in the in the comments say to take priority over the rest of you. So <laughs> just make sure you show my proper respect when you see me, all right? Can we for, can we uh for top fan badges, can we just do like a Mortal Kombat tournament and then just have yes, I love that idea. TJ versus Lisa it. first week and just we'll see yeah. how it goes. Bar at the top. Yeah, I'll get the energy bar. Yeah, yeah I want to see somebody's right. spine come out of their back. Before, before, all right, before before TJ sings, I like the way you move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are my doctor glasses. <laughs> okay, all right. I can see. It. I like the way you move. From the Dungeon Family. Uh, anyway, uh, hilarious. Um, well, yeah. For those of you all who are wondering, if you do want to come out uh, to the show, we still have some seats available. You can just click. Actually, I don't know if you can click this, but you can, you know, write it down and then type it into <laughs> your screen. Oh, do I need to register? Yeah. Well, you sh you should. Yeah, you should register. Uh, a couple uh, a couple things we are going to have to uh, it looks like we're going to have to expand the seating as uh, the 20 cap that we put on there has been blown through like, you know, like Lisa, <laughs> Lisa. And, like, is it? Yeah. So it's, it's it's a lot going on for that day. So be in the building. If you ain't got your seats, if you ain't got your tickets yet, then go to the laugh Jedi dot event 
reserve your seats. You'll need a ticket to get in. It is free for everybody before eight. If you happen to get there after eight and you have a ticket, you should be okay. If you don't have a ticket, then you will be forced to wait in the parking lot. But hey, I'm sure there's plenty of fun stuff going on in the parking lot too. Um, as far as this upcoming week goes, um, we will be uh, back next week. Uh, myself, uh, Taz, Taz, Ty, Yaz. Um, you can just combine I, us. I did. I did. It's Taz. Dance. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Oh, it looks like yeah, it looks like Ty, Ty, uh, Bad Ty is frozen. And that's because it looked, he just texted me, said his power just went out. Oh, no. So, uh, we could say all kind of crazy stuff about him. But he <laughs> uh, fortunately, the time is out for the day. And, uh, he looks very uh, disgusted we... right now. Look at his face. Hey, Tyleem, oh. Tyleem, stay completely still if you think we should recast T'Challa. <laughs> <laughs> Log off, uh, Ty. If you think that we should, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I think he wants us to recast him. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on. Just want to thank everybody for jumping on real quick. Want to thank the homie Ken Miller, who was on a little earlier for coming on and blessing us with his presence. Of course, as always, make sure you all check out the ever so popular Soapbox podcast every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Starring our own very own homeboy, T.J. Can, can, can I ask a request? I mean, I know we're just a very small podcast, this uh, humbly request. Can we get a Soapbox podcast episode where it's all of the new Blurred Order um, oh wow. Oh, yeah, wow. Can, we, can we can we possibly do that? I know we had Yaz. Whoa. Whoa. I know we had the fellows on, but can we get a new blurred uh like uh soapbox episode, crossover episode? Could we my wow. question is are, are we are we are we all ready for that though? You know what I'm saying? Because oh, you know we get real on your show, so are we all ready to see like the real shit? Like right now? A crossover episode type of. Can I give you my answer in five weeks? (laughs) (laughs) Ty's got to get his third shot before he gets on. Yeah, I'm so down. I'm so down. I'm here for it. I would love. I mean, that's a lot of folks on the screen. That's a lot of. We have to make sure we raise our hands. Um, But yo, if we here's my here's here's my contingency on that. If all of us come. On your show, Soapbox, then all of your your original cast all has to be there as well. You know what I'm saying? We will match out. To- no, I, no, I can't be there this week. No, yeah. oh, <laughs> no, every single person. It'll be the new Blurred Order with the real Soapbox. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, cast. That's what I said. We right to the death. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fight, fight <laughs> to the death. All this melanin on one screen. Let's yeah. get it. Yes, we will. Let's we will work. We will work that. We will work that out. And also, I know that uh, for Yaz, just a heads up that the ladies are planning a shop talk part two, where it's going to be just the ladies, nice. and you know, so you will do what we did as well. So, all right, cool. Yeah, ah, let me know. There it is. Well, I appreciate the pressure you put on us by putting us on live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we're going that's all good man if it's on if it's on television it must be real right yeah that's why we put this on the screen but uh yeah man big up to tj man as always make sure you guys if you haven't already go and follow the legendary soapbox Mm -hmm. podcast so many famous and noteworthy folks have grazed that scene we are in good favor 
with my man. So we're going to utilize it until that runs out. <laughs> Go check out the blue part. Go check out the uh, Soapbox podcast, everybody. It looks like we just had somebody sneak in who has uh, She-Hulk behind them. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, yo, look behind you, bro. I think- I'm, a, I'm on my phone. I'm on my phone because I had, yeah, my power just went out. Yeah, my power, my power just went out, bro. So All right, it's all good. Well, yo, we're already about 35, 45 minutes past. We keep breaking records with the length of the time of the show but i don't think i think we can go ahead and kill that today anything on the way out guys i'm gonna go ahead and kill this man because yo look man this this weed ain't gonna smoke itself good lord thank you for being here thank you for watching that's all i got thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for our follow our followers on facebook and our followers on instagram don't forget guys we're on instagram so please go on there like the new blurred order you'll catch us with stuff you haven't seen on facebook it will be on there so you know just just keep every every option you can open for new blurred order. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. So you can watch us anywhere and you know, stay tuned. Get 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 hype. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I want to say something real quick before I before I let us all get up out of here. Um, listen, this is the new blurred order. All right. Blurred just is somewhat of a combination of black and nerd yes we're black uh even if we're not we're in uh ancestrally uh black for the most part there's melanin embedded in the overwhelming majority of us and we still like nerd stuff so just let it be known that uh when it comes to what it is we post what it is that we support some of them are going to be black cultural issues some of them if you are not down with what we call the brown or are not necessarily (laughs) what we call woke or not necessarily in agreement with what black culture tends to represent may not necessarily be appealing to you. And if you find that that is the case, we kindly, kindly, kindly would definitely request that you remove yourself from the situation before you say something really stupid that will get you pushed out of the group completely. Uh, And that would go for things such as, hey, you know, if you don't like it here, then why don't you just leave? Or uh, I would Mm -hmm. say the same thing for the group, uh, actually. Um, If you don't like what you're seeing in the group, then you should just leave because we will always be strong, black owned, black operated, and we will support black people in the overwhelming majority of the things that we, <laughs> I can't say all, oh, you know, still, I still can't support sugar on grits. Other than that, though, <laughs> we're good to go. Uh, but keep that in mind as you do get your tickets to come and see us on the 6th. We will also be going live on May 4th, celebrating Star Wars the same way we always do. And make sure y'all just tune in next week on special Wednesday. announcement. Oh, go ahead, sir. Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, after you finish, I mean, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, I, I was gonna, it. I was just gonna big you up right quick. I was just gonna say, make sure y'all come and tune in to the the multiverse on Wednesdays. Uh, I believe it's six sometime in the evening. Uh, uh, oh, 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 okay, sometime. All right, yo. So, 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 look, so, look, we got a special episode uh, Thursday. Uh, we're gonna be doing a lot live coverage of the NFL draft. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're gonna be doing live coverage. We're gonna be critiquing the p- uh, picks. Uh, as they come as they come through uh, on the wire, so uh, and we will have our special guest uh, TJ Legacy Cole oh. to uh, to to uh, stop in and uh, and critique those peaks with those picks those picks with us. Uh, oh, so, so oh wait, I'm, I'm, wait. I'm, look, look, I'm trying to be top fan of two. Podcast. Okay. You're telling us that we're next week we're gonna get a double dose, possibly a triple dose of ties. Uh, uh, 
Oh, uh, wow. yeah. Pa- Black tie, triple good tie. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're, so we're Wednesday gonna, and Thursday, uh, the multiverse. I, I, I haven't talked to my cohort, but I haven't talked to Listen, I haven't talked to my cohort about the Wednesday episode, but if he it, it, to see if he's available, I hope that he will be. Uh, but okay. if he is not, uh, then the multiverse <laughs> will still go on with a Wednesday uh, episode, and then we will follow that up with a Thursday episode, a special episode, uh, which will be live from the 2021 NFL Draft with special commentators uh, T.J. Legacy Cole and Tyrone Thornhill. And possibly, uh, maybe one or two other guests. You never know. You never know who might pull up. Black, black you never know who might pull black up. Black on that podcast. Black tie. Black tie. Black tie. <laughs> black tie. <laughs> black tie. Yo, that's dope. It's a black tie event. Jar uh, Jar wants to know why you didn't tell, uh, 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 you know, Light Skin TJ, uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, Tyrone, about uh, the broadcast. Up our names like you are parents. Uh, uh, what is going because. On because it because it was it was one of those things that we had talked about and we had agreed that we were going to do Thursday, but then I thought about it and I was like, you know, I don't want to rob our fans. Our fans look forward to that Wednesday, that Wednesday show where we break down whatever we break down, and, and if we we don't give them what they want, you know, they might go elsewhere, and I don't want to do that. I keep them everybody gotcha. happy. So so uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna still drop jewels because that's what we do on the multiverse, and uh, but we but we also like to. Uh, uh you know show our diversity and so sports sports is sports is another thing that we 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 love over there too so so Can we're going to in five weeks <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right well on that nah, note, on that note I'll be guys, there on day. everyone yeah, watching also cool. if you if you haven't tuned in yet um our homegirl patrice she has her yes. own podcast every wednesday morning actually for them early birds and you know when you're not sleeping you know you want some positive vibes and energy check yeah. out the uh, spiritual lab podcast you know she's got some real shit she's dropping and it's it's really uplifting so you know right. we all we all need some some spirits to be uplifted at this time so definitely tune into that every morning on wednesday yeah, shout yes that was a public thing and we, we we talked about that her tryouts but they they non-exclusive so you gotta get in the, the private invite because she ain't she ain't posted wow anything. Yeah, well, speaking of invite, I invite everybody to, to come back next week. There's plenty of stuff going on, obviously, so make sure y'all tune in. Follow us every single place that you can see us. That's YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as our group page, which is within here. As I always say, guys, be your authentic self. If you're not being yourself, you're being fake, and who wants to be that? And in everything you do, make sure you always let that geek flag fly. Let's do it! Fighter too, I just really hate Zang it for me, Ken and Rock too I find it hard to be Blank, I keep a wee Ninja hanging in the Uncle album Hanging in the negative and energy Then say out the vicinity Oh, yeah, yeah Them niggas over there Yeah, yeah, yeah And I look 